for three. Yes. Jordan. Open. Chicago with the lead. Court. Batista with the catch. Oh! LeBron James with no record for human life. Hand down, man down. Yeah, I can see how disrespectful he's being right there. No, I went to Temecula and brought you some dirt. Yeah, that's a technical. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. Welcome back to the bounce. It's a special day. It's the best day ever. And that's why James and I are here an hour and a half early. To talk about the NBA draft, first and foremost, James, thank you for getting on early and staying up late with me tonight, Mm -hmm. but first and foremost, how are you feeling, sir? Pretty good on number one. Pick number one, I think I got down. After that, it's going to be mayhem. I think after that, it's going to get wild. You think, see, it's interesting. Well, that'll be fun right away. So we're going to start with a little... uh, Skip, I'm not going to let you do that, Skip, right away to start off. We can have Mm -hmm. our first friendly debate. Let us know, by the way, live viewers in the chat, we want to know what your questions are. Throw your big board up there if you want. Top 10. We've got our top 10 lottery picks. We've got several mocks. If you want to see my mocks, you have to be in our Discord. Uh, I'll complain about that later. we got a long show. We're going to have some time to fill later. So we'll get into all the schematics later. I will put the Discord in the chat. I'll put it on the screen here. But in the meantime, give us your big boards. Any questions you have, we want to answer them. So fire away, whatever platform you are watching us, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, we love you. We're happy you're here. James, what I have been hearing is that the draft will get exciting at five. So, but. Interesting. That was yesterday. A lot of movement at the two odds is which has been interesting. We've Mm -hmm. seen. Brandon Miller was at plus 205 earlier today. He's now at one set minus 170. And for people that aren't betters, that is a massive swing. It means he's favored to go too. I never bought the hype that Scoot was in it too, just because LaMelo and Scoot next to each other is tough. It's a small, small backcourt. There's a world where, it, where you're right on that. Offensively, I think it works. Um, yeah, it could be wild offensively. It's, I know I've said it before that, you know, we've seen LaMelo, LaMelo with Terry. So we, we, we have yeah. had a vision of the Numbers, downside never, yeah. of, of having a smaller guard paired with him, but Terry and Scoot don't play the same way. And I do think that, uh, you know, Scoot is a generational talent. And I've been oh, saying yeah. this for as long as James as I've been has saying been saying, yeah. <laughs> Boom. There it is. That Scoot would be the consensus number one any other year. He's good. It would have been sucked for Scoot instead of uh, mm-hmm. playing for Victor. So I do think that was interesting. Yeah. Up until yesterday, you know, I had been hearing that Brandon Miller was a lock for Charlotte because they liked the fit better. And now we're hearing. Uh, late in the game, which, you know, maybe some of that was smokescreen. You always have to take that into account. You know, I know they, the they were both back out there Monday for workouts, so they were out there, but you're right. You just don't know. It's just like the Will Levis is gonna about to go two thing. You know, you just – you never – you got to take it with a grain of salt, man. Trust Ex- your eyes. Trust the film. Trust <laughs> everything you've, re- you've seen over the last few months. And fit, you know, you got to think about that. That's a lot. A lot of these big boards do best available. I prefer and enjoy the guys that look at best available along with fit. 
Uh, we're seeing now some guys are adding a third axis to that, which I love, which is longevity. So they're mm-hmm. kind of saying, here's where I think, you know, they're going to go, but they're going to have a longer uh, career. Here's here. It, it's it's more uh, a good look at some sleepers. So don't you mm-hmm. worry if you stay with us throughout the entire draft, which we will be watching here together. Uh, we will have some sleeper suspects mm-hmm. for you. Don't you worry. Yeah. But yeah, five. So two is going to be very interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. It could open things up completely. I think five is another one with the Pistons. I have seen a yeah. lot. I've seen a lot of Cam Whitmore lately. I started to see some Jarris come up on the board lately. James, what do you think about the Pistons at five? Well, let's just, Kev, let's just, I, I made a nice little deal here to show you. So let's let's take a gander at mine first. How about that, bud? I love that. And by the way, Lee says scoop to drop to five. So I like that. I like that, Lee. And that very well. Uh, if that happens, but it's possible. I say if Scoot and Jaden Ivy are playing on the same team, I have my dynasty team for NBA 2 4. That's for sure. So obviously, number one is done. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Victor Wembanyama. I think we disagree on two. I think your mock draft, I'm going to pull up here in a second, is different than mine. Ah, my my third one was. My first two Her, had yeah. uh, Brandon See this guy Miller. out here, guys. He's, he's making mil- multiple ones, trying to make, nail every pick. Oh, I got them all right in six different mock drafts, guys. <laughs> one I made three mock drafts and made them all today because that's how it's done. I still like Brandon Miller, too. I didn't fall for any of the junk. <laughs> Three. This one confuses me. I don't know why Portland would do it, but they're going to do it. Yeah, no one wants to trade. Nobody Nobody wants that three because they're probably they're probably trying to get an arm and a leg for him. Well, it's Bridges uh, is the one I've seen a lot. Uh, The Mm -hmm. Nets again, even though it was reported about a month ago that they were not interested in trading Bridges for Anthony and the three. Uh, I saw the report go out again today, and I'm like, geez, guys, they they I a for effort. You know, at least they won't we do, give up. Yeah, we do have some trades to talk about. We'll got to get through this first. There's been some the, – the NBA's here. The offseason came real quick. So much for um, my time off, huh? Four, I think, is – you know, kidding, right? No time right. off. I think Amen Thompson's four. I think this one's right. We agree here, yeah. I think so. And then after this is where it gets wild. The Wild West. I have it as his brother, Asar, at five. But unlike you, I could see anything. I've seen that a lot. I I don't I, know like it's yeah give me Whitmore here just because yep. I'm feeling lucky I'm feeling I'm feeling the gamble Whitmore has been rumored to be having up and down workouts you don't know what's true what's not we'll see six is where I've got Whitmore this is where mm. I had my first fight because I almost put Grady Dick here I almost went shooting for that team but I'm like Whitmore's falling a little bit could be a really good spot for him. Oh, you're going to love my lottery mock then. Yeah. Because, which by the way, most of my mocks are consistent. There's just like a couple of changes yeah, here yeah, and there. Yeah, but, he put, yeah, anyway. he put women, Yana first on every single one. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't, yeah. you know, uh, seven. I got your boy, Jarris going to you guys. I see it. I think this is a beautiful, I think it's a perfect fit. I think he's this where he's going to end up. Um, eight, Retweet. eight, Anthony Black. Ooh. I got a little. I was all. I was all over the place on him too. I, I wasn't sure where to slot him in. No, I love. I love. It. You're right here. My ooh and ah is because you and I both know who's sitting at nine, and I think you probably know where I'm going with this. Does Anthony Black not just seem like a perfect fit in Utah? 
Yeah. Oh, he. Uh, that, yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah. He. He'd be great there. I think I convinced myself that Washington would pick players not named Anthony Black so that I could have so him you go could, to Utah so you at could, nine and so every month. Put, so you could put him at nine instead of Taylor Hendricks. <laughs> That's why I kept putting Taylor Hendricks at eight. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh, we got our first. What do you What do you think of this one here, Kev? This is This is your team, not mine. Mm, Grady Dick was born to be a Pacer. Hey. I, if it were another pick, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah. There's a couple of issues I have with it right now is need. Although if they grab Grady Dick, the one thing you could bank on is Buddy Heald is a Laker, right? At that, if in this in this yeah. scenario, so you know, and and it, I, this is almost going to sound rude to Grady, and I don't mean it that way, but in some scenario where he starts to fall to 17, like hello Lakers, I'll give you Buddy Heald for that 17 in Mobamba now that mm-hmm. you keep offering or whatever it is, yep, exactly. Uh, yep. And then it's like, yes, absolutely, yep. but because they are pretty good on the wing right now, and I just I they need a four, so it's got to be Jarris. Uh, he he so, could slot right in next to Miles Turner. It'd be beautiful match in the mock because i saw a few people with jarris going to the pistons i did one and that's why i yeah. do the, mul- mo- the multiple mocks uh, is to do yeah, some what do. if scenarios you know and also so i can skip bayless on the back end and be yep. like i got all of got these all, right by the way right. hello i got them all right don't look at don't check my notes but no mm-hmm. i had hendrix going to the pacers on the okay in the situation if jarris goes earlier than seven just Again, for need, but yeah. there, I could see a situation in my spots. I think I have uh, Grady going to Orlando, but not with. I love. I, I struggled not to put him there because of uh, his shooting. I didn't because they also have the eleventh pick, and I think they can get him there. And that's where I have him. I have them. I couldn't remember if it was yeah. ten or eleven, yeah. but I was like, yeah, I have them swooping Grady the second time around. Yeah. And then my last one in the top ten, I got Derek Lively at ten. We agree there. I mean, yeah, so that's my perfect right fit. Fits the need. Exactly. I mean, Dallas needs him. He'll do a lot of uh, what they don't have a lot See, of. Johnny knows Kev can't lose. If he does 20 different mock drafts somewhere, he got every single pick <laughs> right in one of them. It's correct. Yeah. Uh, um, and then I'm going to make my Kev, own Bo Jackson-esque Kev we, knows we are, commercial. We're gonna sh- we are going to show yours because I, uh, I just the one I, I pulled up. Now, I want to say, I don't know first which of one all, this is. fantastic. You did fantastic slides by the way i want to I got, shout out shout out to our intern james who made yeah, exactly those. did it myself <laughs> it's not his fault that mine don't have it i uh shout out to last word on sports who you will see on the screen a lot today yeah i would been editing everyone's articles for i've barely been able to come up for air we've published over 40 articles in the last three days uh so you'll have to forgive me mine is just screenshots on fanspo now this yep. this admittedly uh, I made three full mocks, and this yeah. Is, so I'm just this... pulling the one I found quickest. I will go full transparency for yep. the one I saw first. So I don't know. This is my third tweeted, one. So. so this is the final version. This okay. was the pencils down. Uh, but what I did was for brevity. I on Fanspo it lets you do. It doesn't let you do top ten. It lets you do lottery though. So I just I I reconfigured yeah. my uh, my mock three three point if you will, yeah. uh, right here. So. Uh, the big and, and I'll, I'll talk about the one the reasons why I have three the things that I flop flip flopped on. Uh, it was that second pick because the second the first, picks the I had Brandon I had Brandon Miller there all week and then things started to change today. 
So I couldn't help myself but go with the trends and say, okay, mm-hmm. maybe Scoot is going at two. I think there was a little trickery out there in the world today on that because those odds went wild. I think it, I yeah, I think it still might be. And then, yeah, so I have Asar going at six there. Yep. Same thing. We, we have Jairus at yep. seven. I've already explained myself Wiley, with the Hendricks and Black at nine. Yep. And then, yeah. I, I would have had, <laughs> I would have had Grady Dick at 11 if I did 11. That's where I had him. I had him, yeah. I, I was debating at six, but 11 is the Magic Seller pick. And I think you're absolutely right there. Um, a lot of similarities. Good fit and open some things up too. I'm very yep. excited about the Magic drafting two more guards, and then now yep. they have all these 20, available guards for other teams to acquire. I, yeah, I saw a bunch of mock blacks with Anthony Black there, and I just couldn't talk myself into it. I was like, he's so similar to Markel Fultz, who is just now starting. Like, I talked about him almost mm-hmm. as much as I talked about the Nuggets this year. Like, by the end of the season, he was he just kept jumping, jumping, jumping. I think he's finally ready to make a huge jump. Anthony Black is just too similar to me, in my opinion. Yeah, same type of guy. Can't shoot. Good, good point guard. I was just, I didn't like him there, but I've seen it there. Has the length that one? I, if you're, if they make that pick, to me, that tells me Fultz is getting moved because yeah, I agree. That's kind of how you. I feel. Yeah, because no matter what, and I believe if rumors are true, the Magic have let other uh, front offices know that if they add guards high in the draft that they are going to be willing to move on from some of their current guards. Yep. So, um, yeah, I, it, I think it could be luckily for them between Fultz and Suggs and what Cole, uh, they can, they can go best available really in that scenario, yep. take who their best guy is on their board and say, okay, well, sorry, sir, you're the odd man out and we're going to package you for future assets. Cause a lot of those guys are very young and have high upside. So I still think they'll get a decent return depending on, on who they ship out. Yeah, it's going to be, they're going to, they're very interesting. They got both those picks there. I, it's going to be the top 10 is going to be fun, man. Cause I've seen a lot of different stuff and it for the longest time. I didn't, I thought two was locked in and all of a sudden it may have, you know, I don't think it changed, but I don't know. I don't know either. I also expected and I don't know what you thought. I expected two or three to get traded. I thought those one of those picks was going to get traded before the draft even started. I did. I still won't be surprised if one of them are. And that was going to be one of the questions I had for you was, are we going to get a big major draft day blockbuster? Like, are we going to get a Luca, Trey Young-esque? You know, we I know we're going to get so. trades. Are they going to come in the back half of the teens? Uh, oh, I like uh, I, Marty. Good Speaking of questions, Marty's got a good great question. question. And if you don't mind, I will, I will uh, shamelessly self promote that. Uh, of course, of course, in my unbiased nature, I happen to write two of my draft profiles on Jalen Hood, Shafino, and Tracy Jackson. You've Davis. watched them no a lot. So, so, what is your? Is he going to make it? <laughs> is he going to be top ten? You I, think? Or I top don't. Six, 15, 16, whatever the lottery is considered. I I have him 13 at I think it's 13 at Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. That's where I, I have that. him. I could also see Washington depend like if they like him enough. I I he I think he's had some good workouts recently and with his skill set, he's a great pick and roll guy. He has a lethal 
mid-range game. So people who liked what they saw from Jamal Murray right now, Jalen Hood Shafino is is kind of like a poor man's Jamal Murray in that sense because yeah. his bread and butter on that pick and roll, he will destroy you from the foul line with that jump shot. Uh, and he has a decent floater. He has he has more to his game than that that he is continuing to work on. But uh, my God, it's it's pretty nice off the dribble. So I think with the recent. The Wizards, to me, are the new X Factor because now that they're with uh, what Kuzma has declined, Beal's been traded, they've another trade that we will talk about. But so what they have Jordan Poole coming in now for Chris Paul. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to I don't know what to make of this team. I don't know what they're going to be looking for, because I don't know who's going to be on the roster by the time I think even get through the lottery. They're a prime time best available. They're going to play that card. Like best available taken. They are tankapalooza right now. They are. It's tank city over there. Jordan Poole is going to have a couple of 40 burgers. I guess, um, I guess should we just talk about that real quick since we're talking like the. the do Warriors. you have any thoughts on Hood Shafino's spot before? And then we. Oh, before? I, I think you're right. I think he's going to be lottery. I think I, I do believe Marty, he will be lottery today. The question is, how high does he get? Does he creep up into the 12-13 range? I don't think he's any higher than that. I don't think he can pass guys like Grady Dick. But I, I do believe he's others. He's very tantalizing. A lot of guys are going. A lot of people like him. Some call him a young Demar Derozan, but again, I don't know. I don't know about mid-range that. Mid-range we'll king, huh? Mid-range king. You know how much I love the mid-range. We are absolutely oh, not God. fighting about that in our Discord. Oh, God. Link in the so comments sick. below. You know what's great when I get to reuse banners and I just get to add the word again to them. So yeah, you want to talk yep. about Jordan Poole and the Wizards? We can talk about or whichever part um, of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a whole I I've made it very well known my thoughts on CP3 that I think he's washed up and done. I personally think this is awful for the Warriors. Doesn't fix any defensive problems. Correct. He's got to restructure. He obviously can't take that cap number on and expect to re-sign uh, Draymond Green, who opted out. I hate it. But I also think it's very telling that they got rid of Poole, and I think that shows how broken that relationship became between the organization and him after the Draymond Green punched him in the preseason last I'm year. saying he's the guy who got punched. Yeah. Sweet. I'm I'm reading between a lot of lines here, and I'm speaking only for myself and speculating on a situation that I have really no insight on. So sorry, full disclaimers there. But to me, in my humble opinion, when the guy who gets punched is the one who gets sent out of town, it kind of yeah. tells you a lot about that guy. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe he maybe Draymond and I have. You can roll the tape. I've had plenty of things to say about Draymond. Yep. I stand by all of them. Maybe maybe he wasn't the only guy who wanted to punch Jordan Poole in that locker room. So it just uh, – it is pretty telling. Right, yeah. And he always kind of had that attitude that is a weird I'm better than you attitude, you know. I, weird place to have that attitude too. Yeah, exactly. And they needed <laughs> him bad this year, man, in the playoffs. And he was awful in the second – he wasn't awful. He wasn't good at all in the playoffs. In the second round, he was truly trash. Compared to what yeah. he did last year in their title run, you know. This could be a situation for him where he can have a bit of a Kyle Kuzma arc. And although Kuzma was coming off of a championship in the bubble, 
Mm-hmm. Someone, I, I've talked about this, but we've talked about this plenty of times before. Someone has to score on bad teams. So that's why I made my little jokes about Jordan's upcoming 40 pieces. But this could be a, a chance for a renaissance for him where he can kind of rebuild. He's going to be the guy, if not one yep. of the guys on a team that's probably looking at another lottery pick next year. Mm-hmm. Michael, Michael said, said it right. Like He's the one that got shipped out. They didn't ship Draymond, which is very telling. Um, back to Lee's question, how can CP3 help the Warriors? My answer is I don't think he can. <laughs> Oh, like I think we're gonna bring in an extra, another expert to answer might, this one. Yeah, we've got Johnny NFL, who today will right be Johnny Johnny right NBA. Beach, it looks like, oh yeah, is that why Elke's on vacation time from the NFL? <laughs> yes. No, no, no. This is one of the few short sleeve collared shirts I have, and I had a meeting, so it's oh, best I, I could do. It's, it's the 90s up here and just humid as hell. So, uh, yeah, best second. do. <laughs> yes, second Johnny day. Trip Trip. I love yeah, that other. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. Marty um, said, Poole acting like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I bet when he looks at that Wizards roster, he's going to be acting like Philip Seymour Hoffman in Boogie Nights when uh, at the New Year's party. You know, if you know, if you know, you know. I'm an idiot. I'm a <laughs> fucking idiot. Anyway. <laughs> We got a lot. Of, we got a lively chat. Thank you, Justin Herbert's in the chat, gang. Oh yeah, just Justin Herbert's oh, no. back. Is back. Well, He's back, baby. Back. We we're talking um, CP3 to the Warriors. Before we move on to anything else, John, how does Chris Paul help the Warriors? Oh yeah, this was a good time for me to come <laughs> on. Uh, the uh, the la- I I wouldn't been able to contribute anything to the last segment. I'm. Uh, past like the top 10 guys, you know, um, but that one floored me because it's like you you thought he'd be kind of chasing a fit where he could be in that. And maybe, maybe he's, maybe he's in the closing five ideally um, for whatever they're picturing over there. Uh, but you thought he was like going to be chasing somewhere where, he's going to be able to start on an actual contender. Like the Clippers made a little bit of sense for that reason. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could see him starting in like Boston if it was like the, a Brogdon swap instead of what they did for Porzingis. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, what, that's what kind of tripped me out about it. But um, it might just – I mean, it might just be him fully embracing that, that backup role. Um which is interesting because I guess Jordan Poole was sort of the backup point guard for a, I mean, maybe not nominally, but you know, kind of the de facto backup point. And I guess it's kind of a one for one in that regard from a Warriors perspective. Um, so he's just kind of filling that Jordan Poole role. Not going to give you nearly as much offense when any of those guys are off the floor, but. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, but you're not going to have nearly as many teammates throwing their own mouthpieces into the stands because Chris Paul took another stupid shot instead of passing to an open teammate. I think that's where yeah. the big difference is. Like, you're right. Jordan Poole was a de facto backup point guard. Luckily for the Warriors, the way they run their offense, you don't always need a point guard if the ball stays moving 
But it wasn't just Clay yeah. Thompson. You know, like I said before, Draymond obviously had whatever issues he had with Jordan Poole, but Clay, and at mm-hmm. first, I was hard on Clay for this because I thought maybe he had come back and it was that old trope, that old any given Sunday trope where, you know, you, you got injured, but you lost your job and now, or playmakers, if you will. There's a throwback for some of you kids um, where, you know, the old vet is just mad that the hot shot took his job. But no, when you go back and you watch the plays and then when you see Steph Curry get so mad that he throws his mouthpiece and gets teed up because Jordan Poole took a bad shot like that's we're talking about uh, the upper the the highest levels of the NBA like these are guys yeah. who don't lose their cool easy easily um I can count the number of times I mean Steph does throw that mouth guard but it's not like he doesn't he doesn't do it the number of times Draymond gets texts in a season you know it's only happened five or six times in his career and one of them's from frustration at his own teammates so there yeah. Chris Paul will will be a huge uh, impact. I bet the entire youth movement in Golden State won't be complaining about their roles come the playoffs if Chris Paul is on the bench yeah. because he will facilitate. Yeah. He will get – he would have gotten Kuminga the ball. He would have been like, hey, that guy's working hard on defense. I want to make sure he gets a touch. Whoever it is, he would mm-hmm. have kept things – he would keep things going. He'll keep things moving. So in that sense, I guess I get it. This is – a. This is still a step down from what I thought. I thought he was going to go into his Rajon Rondo arc and uh, find a spot where, yeah, I'm the I'm the sixth man most of the year, but come playoff time, you know, I'm starting, you know, I'm finishing games. And maybe yeah. with a small lineup in Golden State, maybe he will end up being someone who is a closer. But, yeah, I, I, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. This team seems to be getting older. and Maybe this is why – yeah. Bob Myers left because he didn't want to blow it up, right? Seems mm-hmm. like uh, old mm-hmm. old Mike Jr. doesn't want to blow it up either. No, I got. Well, you wonder how much of the young core they're gonna like. Is there? I heard. I saw like a Kaminga to the like Pacers asking about Kaminga rumor. Like, well, he's seven two think- now. If you didn't see that. Yeah, thank you, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Jesus Park. Do you think they like? Can like? Do you think this is a step? towards kind of like their offseason plan like do you think they round out the roster with more vets moving off some of these young guys just because they don't have much value i mean they gave up a couple other firsts i don't know it seems weird to me because you kind of thought that was going to be the group to kind of bridge the gap um between like the big three to you know whatever this team turns into in a few years but that was so weird I got a text that said, uh, what time did the Heat trade for Dame? That's all I care about tonight. And I said, pick number three, baby. (laughs) (laughs) My best friends is a huge, huge Miami Heat fan. Also, Adam Silver looks like a bad guy off Star Wars. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. Yeah, he looks bad. He looks like he has horcruxes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. He looks like Voldemort. Yeah, something's not right there. Um. Is Justin Herbert just yanking our chain down here? He's like oh, announcing yeah. moves. Yes. Oh yes. yeah, he's cheering you on down here. He's I saying Tobias that. Harris for Benedict Matherin. Uh, oh, <laughs> T.J. McConnell and Miles Turner. We are officially <laughs> on the clock too for the Spurs. Which means I don't know. trust this one either. Dalvin Cook just signed with the Chargers. Yeah, I don't think no, I wouldn't no. trust. Uh, I wouldn't trust Justin Herbert for your breaking news. 
Yeah, poor source. <laughs> Marty says Silver looks like Jim Carrey and Batman Forever. If Mister Freeze, yeah, so he don't it. look. I didn't like the look of it. <laughs> Jesus, Did I didn't like have it, it pulled up, so I missed that. Oh my god, he Michael he did. He room. looks evil. <laughs> mm -hmm. As if on cue, yeah, he's uh, in the running to be the CEO for Disney. I got to get this and pulled up. Just like telling speakers about his grand plans. Also, forgive me in advance, folks. During the uh, during the early rounds, especially, I have a duty over at Last Word Hoops yeah. to uh, post our uh, our draft profiles on Facebook as these guys get drafted. So yeah, you're going to see will, a lot of uh, Last Word on sports content on here tonight. So. Yep, looks good. Man. My my friends have been working hard. All right, they've been working hard. Good news is Victor Wembanyama plays uh, basketball, not baseball, because his first pitch the other day for the Yankees was just terrible. <laughs> I'm glad Michael made this joke because I almost did, and then I decided not to, you know. But uh, so now we're here. So uh, I'd like to think I'm if right I had made you. a fake persona, I'd have a cooler name than Dov Kleeman. Like, no offense to that name. I just, I mine would be something cool. Yeah, I do people, something lame. People would just be like people would be jealous for sure. Spell my first name backwards or something lame yep. like that. But you know, it is what it is. We all have our, we all have our shtick. But no, I, I'm, I. It gets tempting these this time of year. Were you guys tempted to just put out a rumor and just say well, source? You know, every main, <laughs> every main media outlet is just taking everything and running with it. Like Perk thinking. Kuminga was 7-2 from a random tweet. Like, come on, man. Well, he – I mean, Perk has literally been gotten by butt-crack sports. Not not yeah. ball-sack sports, which was at least a little nuanced when they before it became a weird Kim Kardashian thirst Twitter account. Uh, I don't know. I quit following that Twitter. But the butt-crack sports, it's not – like, it's so on the nose. You really have to be on autopilot. You know, like, I – you you almost have to be like eating while you're doing your research to fall for a butt crack sports tweet. Yes. I don't understand. And it's been multiple times that this guy goes on national television and reports complete nonsense that anyone anyone else on Twitter would tell you. Like we're all dying laughing. There's multiple clips. Yep. Like, oh my god, they got Burke again. How? Um, it's oh, crazy. they got JJ I, on the coverage. I love it. Ooh, good. It's good. I was going to say, I hope they don't have Kendrick Perkins. On JJ, J. Billis. And I don't, I assume are these, Billis. there's two girls that I don't recognize. I don't know that they're NBA writers, WNBA, former players. I don't actually know. I don't, I don't see their names anywhere. Is Jay Billis the Mel Kuyper for the NBA? <laughs> Maybe. He's like the Maybe closest thing we have, isn't it? Like he, Probably. when I think NBA draft coverage, the first name I do think of is like, oh, you want Jay Billis there, right? Because as much as Dick Vitale knew in his day, you don't really want his energy isn't right for draft day, you know. Like his mm -hmm. his energy's right for Duke, North Carolina. Yeah, you know, he's got to yell over all the screaming kids. He's got to yell about diaper dandies, baby. Uh, but like, who's the, who's the college basketball expert that you want? Maybe, maybe JJ could be that guy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we could be that guy. Let's go become the draft experts. So people can say, what the hell does right. James Schmitz know about basketball anyway? My That's neighbor knows more about did. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just decided he was an expert. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my, Michael's favorite. got a good point here. Got a good comment. 
my bad kid. <laughs> I, if I made him that low, <laughs> I love it. Why can I not watch? I can't watch the draft. Apparently, okay. There we go. My phone I was, was having trouble weird. getting it pulled up too for some reason. I have to. I have to go grab my secondary TV stand. Bear with me, folks. My secondary TV, little iPhone 13. I got it on the main one just right in front of me here. It pick us in. Let's get us get to it. This is the NBA draft. I ain't got two days. Hey, James, can you send uh, Nate the link in Discord? I, I, only have, I only have Discord on my phone. What link? Uh, he wants the this link. Oh, I got it. You got it, Kev? Oh, I didn't yeah. See <laughs> we are getting one more brought to the stage, which will be good because I think I'm, I'm, I'm due a tweet, aren't I? Is Victor officially a spur? It's not officially yet. Ooh, good. Uh, so Michael, I actually didn't know. If, I haven't seen a ton, which has been weird. It also comes up so fast after the, after the I think old, that's why, uh, yeah. finals. It's weird. I think that's a big reason why. With the first pick whoa, whoa. in the 2000- Let's go. Announcing it. With the first pick in the 2000- Oh, yeah, I love it. Oh, look at these jackets. Oh, I missed it. Hey, I'm, a, I'm a second behind you. Victor. Oh, those jackets are sick. Do, 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 do. James, do you have yeah. your slide? Should we pull right. the slide back up? Do, do, do. Uh, go, that's the I'm- NFL. I'm doing the wrong sounds. Michael, I don't even really know my password or username. Somehow I'm just in everything on this one that I made a long time ago, and it was still saved (laughs) on my phone. Nate, what's up, buddy? That's why I'm Carball in that Discord. I don't know how – I don't know how – not good at stuff. (laughs) It's a good name. It's a good name. Nate, Nate's celebrating. He's ready to – One for one. We're one for one. Oh man, the most difficult pick here. This is bit of a uh, reach. Yep. Uh, all right, I what do you guys? Shocked. Me and Kev have already talked about our thoughts on two. What do you guys think? The 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 um, betting odds were all over the place today. They were everywhere. Well, the uh, Michael Jordan is pissed because you know uh, Brandon Miller didn't have him as the goat, so he's not going to get taken anymore. Oh yeah. No shot. Yeah, he was very excited at first. He went. That's why he went from second because he saw the clip just like I did, and he was like, "Oh, he doesn't think LeBron's the goat. We're locking this kid in." And then he then he watched the clip and said, "Oh, he said Paul George." And then next thing you know, Scoot Henderson's trending back to be number two. Mm-hmm. Listen, hey, I know what's this going was on. the most obvious number one pick in a very long time. Seven two. <laughs> Shoots at yeah. three. Like it's pretty obvious. There was a little there was a there was probably a small crowd that wanted that would have taken Jaw one. Yeah, and I see Michael. But then I was like, ah, Ja was super legit in that draft. You yeah, know, ja, that, he was just coming off the tournament run too. Yeah, that, that Marvel State run was nice. That that comment from, from Michael there about the guy winning 28 bucks. It it reminds me of back in January when the Chargers were up by a ton somebody put a bunch of money on the charger to win and they ended up losing Losing. and it was like thousands of dollars to win like 10 bucks 
Yeah. Charger not, will charger. It's not worth it, man. So dumb. PFC bikes. I know. I mean, I would never bet on a win or loss. Just stay away. It's safer. Yeah. Seen too much mayhem out there. 33 games last year. He averaged 21.6 points, 10.5 rebounds, 3.1 blocks per game. Just he shoots it well game. from three. God, he's he's wild. Anybody have any worries about his health, that his body won't be able to hold up as big as he is? I mean, there's a concern, but, like, it's it's a risk you got to take. And honestly, out of, you know, in my completely uneducated opinion here, um, out of the top five, I feel like he's best in San Antonio just because even if he has Greg Oden-like injury status – you know, I think they'll still be okay. Yep. Oh, no, he's crying. What about that person that tweeted saying guys can't cry? Is he allowed to cry right now? I'm like, I've been trying to like, because I'm getting married in September. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really can hope and I don't, you know, just, you know, not because I don't want to you know, feel any emotion. I'm just saying, if I could just stand there cool, that'd be just sick. Hold, hold it together and you're kind of badass. Yeah. yeah. Um, but with Wemby, I feel a little bit of concern, but, and this, this isn't rooted in any sort of science that I know about, um, but it makes sense when I think about it. I feel like he's a pretty flexible 7-5. And I mean that when I, when I, when you talk about like his the way he moves his hips his you know his knees his ankles, I think there's a, been a lot more flexion and an extension in the the way he moves, especially offensively throughout his youth and like the way he grew up playing and kind of trained himself to play, than say like a Sean Bradley who I feel like was just a more rigid. Stiff, yeah. Where, to the point where there's just like I feel, like I feel like Wemby has great suspension. He's a car with good suspension. <laughs> that's and, a hell of a reference. And Bradley, that's for Nate, that's for Nate right there. <laughs> yeah, that's for Nate right there. And Sean Bradley had a rough time on speed bumps. Yao Ming, another big guy that couldn't make it, bad feet, yep. but like, he was yeah. also very Newt stiff. Like, gravity Newt just ball. kicked those guys' ass. Yep. But I feel like Wemby just has so much more. And he, he's young, too. Is that Jeremy Sochan? Is he there? I'm pretty sure, yeah, absolutely is. <laughs> Jeremy Sochan was just hugging him and his family. I was like, who's that guy with the purple-colored hair? I was like, oh, that's absolutely Jeremy Sochan. I had some of those same Sean Bradley fears when they showed, when when they had oh, Wemby like- juggling, when he was juggling basketballs or whatever pregame, I was like, oh, no, I think I shared the clip on Twitter because this is burned into my eight-year-old brain at the time when Sean Bradley got drafted and they're talking about how he hit 400 in baseball and how he was an avid water skier. And they talked about everything that wasn't playing basketball just to talk themselves into how athletic Sean Bradley was. Now, yeah. uh, the good news is 
I never saw any footage of Sean Bradley hitting one-footed floaters from beyond the arc. So I do think yeah, that Wimby is. is already off to a better start. In my opinion, he's going to be uh, kind of something more closer to Kevin Durant. I don't know that he'll be able to bang with the boys in the paint. Yeah, He's going to be a perimeter player that hopefully can still alter games by being a good shot blocker because he'll be long enough to go around even some of the taller guys. But no, I don't I don't uh, I, I imagine him getting uh, Chris Dudley to time or two by anybody Zion size or bigger. Yeah. Holy good point. Get a little good point with Embiid. Uh, right. You know, yeah, it's just something I mean, weird about that that threshold of like seven one, seven two, and the the difference between like seven two and seven five, seven six. Like, there's just something about the human body at that height that just starts to not work as well. Here we go for two, boys. And just the dirt, and it's tough to put that many miles on it when you're just that far off the ground. Like that that's super true. And he could put on some weight. But it's it's, it. it's not like the concern. It's not like oh, he just needs to bulk up. It's more just like man, he's really tall. He might get hurt. Like you know, it's not even a, really about the how thin he is. It's just a weird thing with that with that height and and yeah. the kind of movements you have to do to play this game. So it's I don't know. Those those concerns are there, but they're very like just because of that. Like there's no injury history in particular you're worried about it's not like you won't be able to handle the nba game because it's not i mean you know it's tough there's some grown-ass men out there but the way he's gonna play isn't gonna be like oh man he's just gonna get beat up down low like you were saying james he'll be or and and kevin you'll be a perimeter player for the most part and you probably pair him with ideally you know a a, a a stronger four who can contend with the, the, the guys who are really going to just take you to the block, whether that's like an Aaron Gordon type of four, who's just sturdier, you know what I mean? Um, and, and allow him to kind of play a little bit with, with some more range without having to get taken to the woodshed by Jokic and Embiid and, and guys like that. So I don't know. I, I think if you and I think the Spurs will. I think if you're just conscious of these things and you build around him the right way, um, that that'll help kind of preserve him too. You know, if he's got if he's got somebody who can who can bang with the true fives in the league and he's he's able to sort of be a almost a four on defense, like Oh, yeah, I, James, you were right. We have number two got, pick. Sorry, the pick is in it too, though, right? Yeah, Brandon Miller got drafted number two, boys. Hey, I made. Cat, I made. Cat I to made the Blazers. Cat to the Blazers. Ant plus Scoot. Show my thing again. <laughs> I didn't fall Where for the you? hype today. I didn't fall for there the hype. Is. However, I did. I did take those draft odds at plus two hundred five when they were skyrocketed in the wrong direction. See, this is when I say, well, hey, my first two mock drafts had it right. No. See, exactly. See, John, John and A, he just did so many of them. He can always say it's right. Yeah. I only yeah. did three. It's not too many. If that's too many, then uh, throw me in fantasy football jail because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about seven deep there. What do we think about Brandon Miller to Charlotte? Yeah, hey, Marty. Um, I liked it. I liked the fit way better than I like Scoot and Lamelo next to each other. 
He's six eight, score. Got some. He does definitely have some off the court stuff, but I think yeah, he's a he's much better pretty, fit there. He'll be pretty deadly in Charlotte. Yeah, I I really just liked it. I just didn't like the small backcourt of Lamelo and Scoot. Oh God, I didn't even. That went right over my head. That was mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. <laughs> that was, but uh, <laughs> well done, Nate. Um, I love him in Charlotte. I think he's a much better fit there. The hat he's got on is dope as shit too. Flatfield <laughs> teal. Charlotte Hornets hat, that's awesome. Yeah, a lot of weapons Ooh, in Charlotte. Already. I do like that. Yeah, Charlotte needs to get good so I can buy some starter gear because they have the best. Orlando, Toronto, and Charlotte have the best throwback retro attire. So they need to Orlando. hurry up and be yeah. good. Yes, it is, Michael. He uh it's actually like his last few days. <laughs> they were they yeah. were mad they couldn't get this finalized before the draft. Yeah, it's it's almost surprising. Uh, it's good to see that there were no shenanigans, right? You know, I guess he made yes, plenty Marty. of money. Yeah, Marty is, bring back Marty the Glenn is a, Rice a uniform aficionado. There's some bangers out there. He lo- he's a guy. He knows. Oh, I love those. Yeah, those uh, when Charlotte had. I don't know if I'd call them pinstripes, but yeah, when they had those because mm-hmm. they had that white, teal, and purple. Oh man, so it, good. Bring back the 90s jerseys. They're better. Bring them all back. They should do that one. Oh, at yeah. least ha- have it. You know, obviously, it's for this, for our audience. We're all like, oh, yeah, bring that back. But I do think it would be cool to have that themed because each team, it might not have all been the same year, but every team has a really yeah. cool throwback. Like, yeah, I think instead about of a city of teal, jerseys, let's have a 90s jersey. Yeah, where it's like those old teal Pistons yeah. jerseys that had the Here's actual horse on them. Here's another yeah, banger. Throw- Yep. yep. His Bucks have an awesome throwback with a deer. Yes, they do. Every, also, I oh so man, the Bucks had some really nice. Like I love those '80s throwback ones too. Yeah. Like the uh, even when they had those red and greens back in the day, uh, that was a, a sneaky like Michael Reds. Well, I think those I think those Michael Reds were a throwback. Like I'm thinking about like the Sydney Moncrief days. Oh, like, sure, back, sure. Yeah, back yeah, when yeah. the Bucks had that sneaky good team in the eighties that everybody forgets about unless you mm-hmm. unless you like to deep dive on some two K and you you like, ooh, yeah. what is this classic team? Like, damn, yeah. this all time Bucks team is nice. Yeah. Um Moncrief was a, a terror. He was just like that. He just kept like he was like the Raptors when Le- they were like the Raptors when LeBron was was uh, uh-huh. in Cleveland, you know, just kind of always getting knocked out by the eventual champ. <laughs> yes, yeah, they had that. Oh, you're right, Marty's on to something here. What's he got? Million dollar idea: '90s Vancouver Grizz versus '90s Sonics jerseys. Yeah. Oh, oh, give it to me. Here we go. I say, third pick. I say give both those places their teams back. Also, yes. I, I like Memphis, but yeah, give and it sucks. Oh, leave, I'll leave the Grizzlies in Memphis. That's fine. I just when they expand, I think Vancouver and Seattle would be my two favorite places. I'd like to see Vancouver get another squad out there, but I'm I am uh, admittedly biased to this because like half of my family lives in Canada, so I'm always rooting for more NBA in Canada. I also yeah. Want the Expos back. Damn it. Bring the Expos back to Montreal. Where's my hat? Uh, we have – oh, did we get the pick in at three? Yep, sure did. That's, Henderson oh. to Portland. 
it is Scoot. I I hadn't seen Scoot's hair today, and so I was like, wait, that's not Scoot. Uh, I hadn't. I was like, oh wait, okay. I did thought I thought we got that? a big shocker there. Did you guys see Grady Dick's fit? No, I did not. How it's could weird. you? Yeah, you'll he's see. He's wearing him. he's wearing a jacket that's supposed to be inspired by uh, Dorothy's slippers. Oh my from- god. Um, and then he's got a chain on that says GD for Grady Dick. Oh, is that what it stands for? Okay. All right. In some circles. Yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like, I don't know. know, Scoot's jacket is giving me, uh, little Nas X old town road vibes here. Oh yeah! Oh, I haven't seen it. I was I wasn't looking at first. I'm just Mar- seeing highlights now. So Marty's that's a banger. Yep, Marty's on it tonight. Marty says Grady Dick looks like a villain from a 1990s sci-fi movie that has a 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, he looks like a side villain from Batman Forever. Something low budget. Yeah. Batman oh, there's my man Jay Billis, the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, here he is stepping back on Vic Wemby. Oh, that's right. They my stream is way behind. Oh, yeah. The Twitter about blew up on that day. Scooted on him. Oh, yuck. I haven't watched enough of these guys. You guys think he's going to play in Portland? That's the big nope. question here. Actually, it's going to be. Maybe. We have a trade to announce. Is that what's no going to be next? Fucked. No, I forgot I was ahead. No, of you. no, sorry, no. I think I still don't. I just think Dame's is just gonna finally one out. Like you took time to hug every one of your siblings at the table. Yeah, he keeps saying the same thing over and yeah. over again. He keeps saying, "I I want you guys to build. We have the assets now. I want you to build." And that's just not gonna work. Yeah, that that jacket is something. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh. Just like open chested. Yeah, he just zero fucks to give. Yeah. Pinky ring. That's tough. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what people were thinking. I I I just don't see them keeping him and Dame. I just doesn't. You never know. Yeah. Oh, I hate this, but it's kind of not a bad reference. Oh no. Yeah. Where did he go? It was Akeem who went to the Raptors late. He went to Orlando um, at one point. Oh, Patrick yeah. Ewing did. Orlando. Gonna be a Carl Malone going to the Lakers, yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. yeah, Gary Payton too. Gary Payton to the Lake. Remember that Lakers team that was supposed to be so good, and then 
Oh, yeah, the one that should have lost to the Pacers if Ron Artest wasn't a complete. I mean, sorry. Go ahead. Let's talk about anything else. Um, <laughs> uh, so, great, great team basketball those Pistons played, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yep. a person in my league that offered me their first and second pick for and DeAndre Ayton and Brandon Ingram and R.J. Barrett for my first overall pick. Did you Next take it? Fantasy. No, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're probably good. Cool. This dude it keeps trying because it would be like the fifth pick or fourth pick or something. But this dude keeps trying to trade Brandon Ingram to everybody, and nobody is biting on it. They could be missing out. Honestly, uh, a healthy Brandon Ingram is a stat stuffer. So yeah, maybe uh, it depends on the deal, but yeah, you might be able to. Hmm. Uh, We got pick four incoming. I think it's Amen Thompson. Kev, did we both agree? Amen Thompson. That's what you thought too. Yes, we. Wait, this is at four, correct? Yes. Yep, we both had Amen at four. Here was he went to Seattle and Orlando. Is where chewing went. Nate, Johnny, you guys got any comments here on pick four with the Rockets? Uh, I think it's one of the Thompson brothers, and I'm not really, um, I'm not really knowledgeable to know which one would fit wherever. So, I think Amon's the better one. One of them's on the phone. They look identical. I can't tell which one. Amon <laughs> is the point guard. Amon's the one that was allowed to handle the ball, which is why Asor is the one. That has a little more questionability towards his potential and upside. There are a lot of those that believe he has that skill set. It's just that he wasn't needed to showcase mm-hmm. it because his brother was the primary ball handler on the team. But because you can only really go with what's on tape, Amen is seen as the playmaker, the point guard, whereas Osor is uh, more of a really more of a potential driven guy because he's he's seen as someone with the high ceiling to be a scorer, but. Um, you really don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what to expect from him. Like, I, I don't see a sore as like a, a rookie of the year candidate. But again, because may, maybe without sharing the court with his brother, we we could see a completely different uh, player once he, depending mm-hmm. on the scenario where he goes. So, yeah, uh, they'll both be worth keeping an eye on. But I think it's Amon here. Um, you guys uh, got yeah. it. Yep. Is it? Boom. Yep. Let's go. Again, I get an amen. Guess Emperor what, Tucker. James? I had that one on every mock draft. Yeah. All right? Every single one. All 58 of them. This was a lock. Amen. It's amen, Thompson. Okay. Old, amen, uh, rah. old, old General Tarkin out there announcing the picks. Deep <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah. cut there for... Amen Thompson. Well, be sure if you want to know more about Amen Thompson or any of these high profile draft picks, you can check out their draft profile and maybe a few other articles. Scoot had a quite a few articles written about him by my dear friends over at Last Word on Sports. So that is lastwordonsports.com slash basketball. And you can check out 
your favorite draft prospect. You can also just follow Last Word on Sports on Twitter or Facebook. That's uh, if you ever see me clacking away while these guys are breaking down a pick, it's because I'm updating our social media. So, anyway, Eamon Thompson is off the board. You are four for four, like what used to be my favorite fast food combo meal. Number five is where I thought things might get interesting. So, I've things are still holding for my potential pick of Cam Whitmore. Uh, James, who did you have here? And then we'll kick it to John and Nate, see what they think. I did. I went with his brother here, so we'll see. This is this like is what I'm too, nervous yeah. about. I don't know on this one. You guys got any thoughts here, Johnny think? Boy and Nate? Um, you know, uh, I'm pretty confident that it's going to be his twin brother. I could see that. I really like Whitmore. Uh, another thought that hit lost. me is I think uh, I think. Uh, the one I was trying to think of is Nosferatu from uh, that old Dracula movie. Yeah. Yep. I think that's because the ears on Adam Silver were, were making... back to Adam Silver. Oh, he just, he just, <laughs> he looks like something. Yeah. Um, but I like Whitmore a lot. So I could see, I, I could see him going here because it is, um, I don't know. I mean, you can throw. They've got to be in just kind of a best player available mode. I feel like, and in a, in, a, in a wing like that. I mean, you've got. You've kind of got the ball handlers. You you probably want to move forward with. You've got a lot of the bigs. You're probably moving forward with. You've got, a, I mean, a mix of a ton of guys, of course, but I think wing is a, a good spot for them to go. And so it could be either of those two, the other Thompson kid, Whitmore. Um, I don't I don't see them going with, you know, any of the true bigs, you know, a lively or any of the, the more kind of ball handler oriented guys. I think it's – I think it's one of those two kind of – more off-ball fits. If Lively goes this early, Mark Cuban might actually shit his pants. But um, we've got a good one. Got a yeah from Trevor in the chat. Oops, oh, you, we were on the same people. wavelength. There we go. Yep. Yeah, it's weird seeing all these non-NCAA guys. And before we oh, give weird. any thoughts to that, um, Lee had a hockey question in here for Nate. He said, Nate, are the Knights going to run it back next season? And he also says congratulations to you which uh comes strictly i know i said it nate but it comes from lee i was just a mouthpiece so i don't want you to think that i was congratulating you i was not okay it was only lee here let me put it on the screen there we go just so everyone's clear i do not want to congratulate nate in any way about the gold knight's victory but uh go ahead nate the floor is yours i think i mean are you just that mad that the canadians were absolute dog shit or what I can't. Uh, I need a new, uh, not sponsored. I need a new Turtle Beach headset. This is breaking up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, something something about uh, is Las Vegas going to run it back or are they scared of the Kraken? <laughs> um, I mean, I think they have a good chance, too. They've got some, uh, some interesting uh, free agents, like Aiden Hill is going to be a free agent, although I... 
I don't know that he's going to be as good if he's not going to be behind the Vegas defense. Um, you know, I, 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 they have as good chance as anyone. I mean, they'll still have Eichel. They'll still have Stone. They'll still have Theodore. They'll still have Martinez. They'll still have Petre Angelo. They'll still have, you know, I, I think Logan Thompson's going to be really good, and he'll be back healthy. Um, it's a good chance. I mean, I'm really curious to see, honestly, what Edmonton's going to do because, you know, they need to get some more depth behind um, McDavid. And then uh, I, can, I can't ever say his name. It starts with – it's Leon Drastiel or something. Um, he's a European. Um, and then I'm really curious to see how some of the East teams go especially the uh, Blue Jackets. Oh, the pick is in. The pick, the pick is, is in. And it. let's see if it'll be on, on par with uh, what Trevor's been seeing with these non-NCAA guys. We'll talk about that after this next pick. Not an NCAA guy. Oh, I, I don't know, James. Have you seen it yet? Coming. Yeah, five for five, there baby. Is. It is once I'm again. I'm a little step behind you. Yep. Another non-NCAA guy. It is Asor or Asor Thompson of Overtime Elite. So, boom, boom, James, you got it right. So I'm I guess we'll give you the right floor on, first. What are you thinking? Uh, I think it's a potential pick. I think there's a lot of belief that he can do what his brother can. He just didn't get the chance to do it. Um, he's big, long, a lot of potential. And to go to Trev's point, a lot. There's just a couple. You're going to see this more often, but there's a couple big names this year that were playing in non NCAA leagues. You had Scoot in the G League. You had these guys in overtime elite. You're going to see it more often than that, but it's going to ebb and flow. It's going to go both ways. Like you'll see a lot of NCAA guys at some point too. It just depends. You know, Wemby's different entirely. He's an overseas guy, so. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's going to be more overseas, guys. I think that's going to continue. Definitely going to see – I think we're going to see more programs like this. They're going to continue to be more options for guys outside of college um, as long as there are these rules about the uh, one year. So, John or Nate, any thoughts on the Thompson twins? Not only one of my favorite groups from 40 years ago, but now NBA basketball players. John, what about you? It's, I mean, that's so nuts to go four and five, a set of twins. That's really cool. That's this is really fucking cool. Yeah, man. this is putting them in some rarefied air. Like, they would still have yeah. a long way to go to get to, like, Williams sisters. And I know, I know they're not twins, but, uh, you know, you don't. Blake and Taylor they're, Griffin they're getting, aren't twins, are they? Say that again. Blake and Taylor Griffin, they aren't twins, are they? Nope. Mm -mm. No. Although Taylor we do, we could have a cool twin thing here if uh, if my – now, and I admittedly, I might have been a little shysty when it came to a Brown pick 24 in my mock drafts because I might have had a couple of teams not take Chris Murray so that he could land in Sacramento mm -hmm. at pick 24. But we could also be seeing twins rejoined 
uh, on an NBA roster because I think uh, talk about a guy who might not be his brother, but someone who stepped up. I mean, Chris, as soon as Keegan was out of the lineup, he became a 20 point a night guy, but he could he's looked at as someone who I think has a limited impact because he's very grounded player. He's not an incredibly athletic guy. So he's looked at as a player who's going to be able to uh, shoot the ball well from three and contribute to a winning roster early on. So he kind of usually fits that late first round mold. So while we're talking about twins, maybe we'll see the Murray twins reunited. But even that won't come close to going with, four with, and five in the NBA draft. With these guys going to draft and then with Murray getting drafted, I think that puts it – it's either five or six sets of twins in the NBA, which is insane. Wow. You have Keegan, Chris Murray. You have the Thompson twins. You have Brooke and Robin Lopez. I think there. the Lopez's both went in the lottery. I was just and thinking that. I don't so – They were kind of close. They, they might have both been in the lottery. Let me – I got to look up who the other – I saw it the other day. There's so many uh, current Martins. NBA twins. Twins. It's Marcus, like... Marcus, and Markeith Morris. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> right. Both in the league. There's a couple. I'm missing some right now. Six. Sets they used to be twins. the first ones that popped into my head, and I didn't even think of them right now. Because neither of them are like giving yeah. quality minutes on a team worth a shit. Right. Yeah. Six sets of twins in the NBA. Let's see. Brooke and Robin Lopez, Marcus and Markeith Morris, Jason and Jerron Collins. Oh, that's older. That one's older. I thought I thought it was current. Maybe the oh, Caleb and Cody Martin. Oh, that's okay. So okay. it might be it might be with these two getting drafted five once uh the other Murray brother gets drafted. So there's five sets of twins in the league after, currently in the league after tonight. And now it will be six. Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right. I think I should probably field this next one with from Jason on Facebook. Jason, hello. What's up? Special special guest, special question. This is awesome. I'm very excited to uh, thank you for tuning in, Jason. It means a lot. Uh, who do you think the Pacers will draft at number seven? So I am going with uh, Jairus Walker here at seven. I think it's the best fit. I think the way things have shaken out so far. Six is in. Six is in. Six is in. So we will see if if that's what it's going to be. But, James, what do you think for the Pacers at seven? Do you like Walker as well or you think it's going to be someone else? I talked myself out of it and they did it. Who did what at six? They went Anthony Black at six, the Magic. Oh! Ooh, the Magic went Anthony Black at six. So does that um, – I love Trevor's comment here about twins, but does that have any impact on your thoughts here on Jason's question about who the Pacers no. will take at I think seven? I think it's Jairus Grant still. You're going Jairus as well. Yeah, I'm loving all this twins chatter we got. Yeah, Robin went 10th. Brooke went 10th. Robin 15th in 2008. Marty on top of that one. Trevor says, this reminds me of the episode on The Office, Pam and Jim's wedding when Dwight makes Michael leave for a girl at the bar because he found twins. Yeah, that's funny. And I think it's just like a couple of a couple of older dudes eating ice cream or something. <laughs> Very good. But yes, uh, Jason, what do you think about Jairus at seven? A lot, uh, a lot of other Pacer writers have been big on Hendrix at seven. Uh, I've seen that possibility. Um, to me, I think it has to be a four. That's their biggest need. They're pretty strong on the wing. Of course, they are solid at point guard. 
Um, and uh, Miles Turner, despite what every blogger in the world wants to tell you, is not someone that the Pacers are actively interested in trading. Uh, those those days are over. Uh, they they finally have him under contract now. Again, as, as Ted DiBiase used to say, you know everybody's got a price. So that's not to say that Miles Turner can't be traded, but also I wouldn't be one to take advice from Ted DiBiase. You know, we all know how that turned out. I saw Nate's face. You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to make an old wrestling reference. All right. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> they're gonna pull. A surprise out of the hat, and it's going to be Grady Dick. No. Oh, what do we think, guys? Oh. We got some. We got some Hoosiers in the in the chat here. What do we think about Grady Dick at seven, folks? Let us hear it. You know, I got to say though, also with John's photo, is anybody else getting? It's you. Yeah, yeah, it's you. I've always noticed this. It's one of because here's things. the thing, guys. When you're logged in, as, a, a lot of you are logged in as me in order to be an admin. And so I think what happened is Nate set the photo once, and so now it's just anytime <laughs> anyone's logged in as me, and they go avatar, it's just Nate. So no, Nate, I like it because you end up guest starring on episodes that you don't even know. Yes, about. you don't even know you're here. <laughs> Oh, wow. Larry Bird. Oh, look, we've got uh, Watch for Flaws. We got my buddy Noah in the chat with the see someone likes my wrestling jokes. Virgil for life. Larry Bird coming on the stage to announce Grady Dick. Jason's with me. They need a power forward. But Marty says Nate is on it. So we are split. It's Grady Dick or it's the power forward. Um, I I think I think they're going Jairus, but we'll see. I'm very excited. Let's see. Is the pick in? I'm I'm delayed here. I'm nervous. Nope, I get I real ha- nervous. I don't have it in yet. Somebody it's, talk it's, about something. The Pacers the pick, are up. I don't know what to do with the my pick hands. Is in according to my stream, yeah. but they are. I haven't. Yeah, it does say pick is in. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not gonna say anything until you get to it. Justin Herbert says Matt Bradley from the Aztecs. I want to make sure that I'm live here because they're still. They're still showing me a, a sore Thompson highlights. Well, not that I'm mad about it, but I'd love to know. I'd love to know. See, Lee, Lee, you I and I are on the same page here. I have, I have Grady going eleven on all eighteen of my mock drafts. Uh oh, Marty's. Uh oh, Marty's got a what and a the in here. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I, oh God, I what have they do? I haven't seen it yet. What have they done? I don't even know. I'm so nervous. It's coming up on mine. I won't say anything until you see it, Kim. Oh, it just popped up, but then they cut to Steve. Oh, it's Belial? Oh, what? Huh? Okay. So I I absolutely love this prospect, but what? I thought Belial was going to thunder. It just felt like such a thunder thing to do. Now, this guy has been getting a lot more attention recently because he's Wemby's he's one of teammate, Wemby's right? Teammates. Yeah. He's six foot eight. He's he's a pretty decent athlete. Interesting. Wow, guys. I'm kind of shocked. It's it's hard because, like I said, like I the draft analysis in me, like I love this prospect. I think he's very good. I don't know about at seven, though, but Again, I had him going at 12 to Oklahoma. So I didn't I just I thought their timeline matched a little better. I I don't know. I'm I'm 
I'm confused on this one. I think I'll watch enough highlights to talk myself into it by the end of the night. But um, then watch him watch him end up being better than uh, Wemby, (laughs) right? That would be phenomenal. But no, that he he is a talented prospect with some upside. But I I am just a little shocked. The thing about you have Walker, who uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know he played at Houston, so he had uh, a lot. Played in a lot of meaningful games, so those are the kind of prospects that you expect can help a young Pacer team that uh, he kind of expected to be in contention at least a first round Eastern Conference team next year. Whereas with Belial, uh, I don't know what his timeline looks like. So is he going to be able? to be impactful right away. I I think in a couple of years, he could be a, a great player. I don't know if he's an all-star. I don't know if I'm willing to get that excited about him, but this one's weird for me, guys. I'm really, I was getting, I was really hyped for Belial in Oklahoma at 12. Now he's coming to Indiana. I love it for my 2K franchise. I love it for rebuilding, my, you know, doing a Pacers rebuild. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm stuck. James, what do you think? I, I'm just going to – I'm stun-locked. So I could just sit here and uh, talk in circles about Belial. What are your thoughts on the outside? I just in? don't – I don't know much about him. Like, I got to be really honest. I know he was rising up boards fast. I didn't have him top 10. Yeah, I didn't have him top I 10 just... either. I had him about – I, I had him because of situation. I had him around 12. Um, I thought it was a good fit. And uh, it's, um, yeah, so I, I think that I think he's a good talent. But, no, this one shocks me. Um, first big surprise of the draft, and it's yeah. the Indiana Pacers of all time. Why do they do this to me? Right. Why, you know, I already had to sit through the whole Anthony Richardson situation, you know, at the NFL draft. And now this. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Nate, what are your thoughts? Belial, your second favorite basketball player to come out of France? <laughs> uh, probably not. But, <laughs> you know, if if you want less stress moving forward as a fan, you could become a Bears fan, just saying. Right. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Not. And, I've lived with, you know, I've lived with Bears fans, dude. You know this. I I have multiple Bears fans in my family. That life has been much worse than mine. You know, okay. it also could be worse. You could be, and sorry, James, a Titans fan. Oh, God, Tennessee land's tough right now. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's not great. Anthony Black went six, right? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I'm making sure. I got to get caught up on my posting duties over here. After that, I'm at least gonna make sure I I post out these top ten, and then eventually, you know, holy crap! I just got a I just got a text that, and I guess uh, Jason just said it too. But uh, there's a trade involving Belial. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, Jason says they are trading him to the Wizards. What do the Wizards there? have to offer the Indiana Pacers? No, this is Kawhi all over again. God damn it! No. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Bring it on, folks! Get him! Get him! Not again! Why? For what? 
It's the third stupid trade the Pacers have made today. Apologies for losing my cool. Ah. Ah, so what, are they getting Anthony Black? Or no? The Wizards haven't drafted No, Wizards yet. haven't picked yet. So what, are now they're going to the take What if the Wizards Jaris? take Jairus Walker? Yeah. I won't be mad about that. I won't be mad because Jairus was who we thought we'd get. But, man... I just I don't I don't want all these emotions, you know. Announce announce the trade before you go and pick a guy that I'm really. The high one on. weird thing about the NBA is you have to draft them then trade them. You can't trade like why if it's draft day. Yeah, the, what the? Why the Wizards were next? I don't understand. What is this? Why did they just I want to see him? what this trade is? I don't get it, guys. Someone explain it to me. Although I get again, I'm back to this. You know, oh I'm no God. longer this, upset. Go ahead. This Nate, doesn't make any upset. sense. Um, so, uh, it already. I, I can tell you who the Pacers are picking, but I'll just wait till it's announced. Um, Washington is also sending two second round picks to the Pacers to move up for him. Two second round picks. We don't. So need the Pacers more took picks. a guy they didn't want to get two second round picks out of Washington. <laughs> I mean, it's not bad for the Pacers. Yeah, they ultimately yeah. they got their guy for two second round picks. It's just, it's goofy. That's speaking. I mean, I made a lot of I made a lot of NBA two K jokes so far, but that seems like a video game trade right there. We're just that like, oh, let me weird. <laughs> Just stack a couple of second round picks that based on their earlier activity, I mean, they've traded down, they've been moving, they've been getting rid of ac excess picks earlier in the day. So they're, they're weird uh, today. They're really stressing me out. Maybe it's some of the picks from uh, the Suns. Uh, Marty, I believe that's correct. <laughs> Walker going to the Pacers and Belial to yes, the Wizards, right? That is is that where we've yes, landed on right. all of this, guys? Yikes, you know, and that was Anthony Black to Orlando at six. You know, I, I also wanted to say uh, I feel like the NBA for these draft hats should find a supplier that offers big hat hats because some of the hats are not necessarily uh, fitting players. <laughs> yes. Wow, guys, I am I am shocked. I'm still shocked by all of this. And my stream is way behind for some reason. Like, it's just now showing me Belial hugging people. Or is so, that where we're at? And we're just getting some info ahead of time now. No, you're behind. Because okay, I've got him up so on stage. Behind? So, Kev, let's go all the way back. This is who I had them picking originally, Jairus Walker. So, I didn't get the pick right, but I guess I got the player right. The team mm -hmm, right. Same. Um, so, he slots in great next to Miles Turner, right? Like, what do you, what do you think here, bud? I do. I love it. It's exactly, it fits what they need. Uh, he does fit well alongside Turner. They needed somebody at the four. It fills a weakness. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about Walker. It's, it's who we, it's who we thought. I think a lot of people thought that's who the Pacers were going to get. So no, I think it's a good fit. I'm happy about it. And we get two second round picks that I don't know why we needed, but nah, it's, mm. I wish they hadn't drafted Belial and made this trade because now I'll always live in the what might have been world. Um, and, you know, I can't help but think of like, you know, Trey for Luca and things like this where, 
a lot of times there's a clear winner in these trades, and one of these guys ends up being great, and the other guy is just kind of eh. And in my opinion, Belial is the one who has the potential for greatness, whereas Jarris, I think, will be solid, which is all the Pacers need. You know, they don't need, uh, you know, they hit it out of the park with Matherin at six. I don't think, I don't think Jarris Walker is going to be in the running for rookie of the year this year. You know, I don't think we're going to get that same level of production, but I think he's going to be a great fit uh, for this roster. Yeah, see, Marty knows exactly what I'm talking about. This it feels like right, Kawhi. Yeah. That's why I said Kawhi all over again. It's like when they traded him for George Hill. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I can't help but get nervous. I, love, I, I know you're nervous. I love Jairus Walker next to – I think he fits – he slots right in. Now, like you said, is his ceiling as high? Does he not have any friends or family with him? He's just sitting there by himself, poor guy. Pick us hey, in baby. for Utah. Well, there, mine's already screwed here. I really liked Anthony Black uh, for Utah, but that's, I had him. Uh, I had Anthony Black at eight. I messed that one up too. Not today, Junior. So, who do we think then for who's a good fit here for Utah? I need a best available. Up I still, I still like um, kid out of UCF, Hendricks. Yeah, the, okay. Yeah, Hendricks will be a good one here. That's what I, I think. Um, your best available, according to ESPN. Let me get it pulled up here. I like this. It's from Lee. Pool at the Wizards is already screwed. <laughs> your best available, according to ESPN, is Cam Whitmore, Taylor Hendricks, Grady Dick, then Jaylee Hood, Shafino. Okay. Yeah, Jalen. Okay, I like that. Not here, probably, but for Utah. Oh, who did I have here? I'm gonna have to look. Do you have it? Do you have it still to pull up, James? What's that? The, uh, my, do you have my lottery mock pulled up still? Uh, no. no I, on Twitter. I closed it, but I can pull it up for you. Give me one second. Which one? See. You had like seven of them. Yeah, just the just the one that was on Twitter. That's that's the one I'll yeah. go with. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. You got Taylor Hendricks at eight. You got Anthony Black here. Yeah. Derek Lively at ten. We agreed there. Grady Dick at eleven. Oh yeah, that one's tough. Um, let's see. I'm actually going to pull up. I'm going to see where I went on some of these other mocks. I'm really not sure here. This one's tough. Uh, luckily for Utah, they, I mean, they, we know what they're not going to get, right? They're not going to get a center. Um, yeah, that's they the one really, spot. They're that. not, they don't need that. <laughs> Lori McCain is still there. Well, yeah, well, they have, well, that's right. Okay, no, so they don't need anybody in the front court because I was talking about Walker Kessler um, who uh, oh, came yeah. on and just, did Rudy Gobert things. So I don't think they need, yeah, you're right. Cause about Lori as well, who plays the four, I think most of the yeah. time. So yeah, they don't need anybody in the front court. Other than that though, I mean, they could use somebody on either wing. They could use, um, they, they could use a point guard at this point. Uh, let's see. Not a problem. So what do we got? We are sitting at, what is it? Pick, 
We're still at pick, pick nine. nine. Pick we nine. We got the top ten coming. Man, it's nine o'clock. I will say, you know, is the the first is the first round only tonight, or do they do both rounds tonight? They do both rounds, and they are going slow. Right I was now. gonna say at this rate, James, I think we might only live stream the first round. What are you thinking? It's we're already yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, if it's this slow, we'll probably do the first round. Like, I can't believe it's taken this long. This is old school NBA style when it would take six years. It might be. You know what? If we can get, you know, let us know in the comments what you think. Um, but I'm this. I've I've been wanting to do more Twitter spaces with Bite Size. The second round might be the perfect opportunity to just open yeah. up a Twitter space instead, so we can all talk. And then you guys yeah, we'll in the chat, it, uh... you can have a microphone. As long as you have Twitter on your phone and or a microphone, uh, you can join the conversation with us for the second round. So we might do that because uh, otherwise James and I might get a little loopy by the time we get to that second round. And now normally it moves a little faster. but I'm very see... surprised it's taken this long. Now, now right. I I went ahead and took the day off tomorrow because it's like a holiday for me. Yeah. So I'll be up watching it anyway. So we we might still just bring you some content in that yeah. second round. We'll see how it goes. We're back on the short. board, baby. <laughs> we are back on the board. Taylor Hendricks at nine. There we go, Taylor Hendricks at nine. Okay, I I like it. I really like this. This was my number two uh for indiana if there was if there had been a situation where jarris walker had been off the board again i didn't think belial was coming off the board this early there's always at least one or two big shakeups high uh so for me i had Hendricks as the second option in indiana at the four uh young kid was he 19 years old uh so i'm pretty high on this but james you got this one right tell the folks uh well uh, yeah, James, and then we'll get see what Nate has, uh, any thoughts on the uh, Southern Florida talent. But, James, what do you got on Hendricks? I had to really look into him because I didn't know much about him. He's big, long, uh, average 15.1, 48% from the field, seven rebounds per game, 1.7 blocks per game, shoots it pretty well. So he's a, he's just more of a stretch. I'm just kind of listening to what they're saying right now. It's interesting. They must think he can play next to Lori. Then they must think he can play. Lori can play the five. Um, he might. It looks he offers the rim protection that Lori doesn't. God, he's big. Which and long. will be man. He's long. Yep. <laughs> Jesus, he's big. Six foot Mate, nine. Get, yeah, six foot nine. Um, yeah, uh, not sure. Oh, we got some. No, that's just some uh, recap. I thought we had a trade on the screen. Sorry, false alarm. Nate, you got any thoughts on Hendricks here at nine or the Utah Jazz in general? Uh, I am not uh, too familiar with him. So I, he ever I shot thirty nine percent from three. That's pretty good. Um, he has a twin will, brother. Yeah, I will say that. Um, it was funny to me that they showed two Utah Jazz fans at the draft, like waving a Utah Jazz jersey, and they were both like sour cream white. Um, <laughs> so, so, like, I, it's not anything but funny to me, honestly. Um, I don't I think, mean anything by it. It's just those damn Mormons, man. <laughs> he uh, says too high for Hendricks. 
sounds like he proje- he projects as a wing in the league. Comparisons to Jeremy Grant per your your old last word on sports. That's hey, a nice suit, That's right. That's a great you can trust a great those size for Oh, that suit is dope. Yeah, Lee says they need a one, two, or a three in Utah. It seems like they agree, and they went with the three route. But that's the other thing, and that's something. And this is a good time to talk about it. You know, they they call the league positionless in in the NBA. That's not true, but flexibility and mobility are huge. And so, when you have a guy who you can potentially start at the small forward, but if you're going to play small ball and Walker Kessler has to come out of the lineup and then Laurie's playing the five, now you have this guy who can play the four, protect the rim, do all those things, uh, and that's going to be a good tool. And does seem does seem to fit the mold in Utah pretty well. So although it might be too high, as Lee says, there's also that concept of get your guy because I will say – I know the Jazz have another pick coming up not too far, but I doubt Hendricks would have been available uh, once they swung around again in the first round here. So Michael says, it's so funny watching the NBA draft because I know none of these guys outside of Wenby, and it's a super short draft. Yeah. I'm totally going off a of vibe. Yeah, it is a different world. It's yeah. funny because, yeah, it feels like it feels like an eternity for us right now. But compared to the mm-hmm. NFL, it is slow. Right? They have a, So they have pick 16. So, yeah, he wouldn't have been available then. What are your thoughts, Nate, on the pace? Uh, this, this, the is, NFL. Uh, this is just as bad as the um, NFL draft, if we're going to be honest. Um, I, I know why they kind of just milk this sort of thing but like at the same time it's not that hard to get your picks in like come on shit or get off the pot well and they've they've gone beyond the milking like if i'm being honest it's nine o'clock right now yeah you want like you want to have that first round wrapped up i would think by like nine like you're already going to start losing I, i mean i don't know maybe they're trying to time it out because really, only the diehards will watch the second round. Yeah, because it, <laughs> Kev took off tomorrow because this is Christmas, and I didn't even know it was happening today. Yeah, no, this is big. There's certain uh, times of the year, the first two days of March Madness, you know. Uh, the NFL draft, I don't think I took the next day off, but I knew. Well, we also, when we thought ESPN was going to be about their business, you know, get in and get out. James and I intended on live streaming this entire draft, but at this rate, yeah. they're going to be drafting until 1 a.m. So yeah, I don't is... know. I'd, I'd almost rather, uh, I don't know. I'd almost rather take a break and come back, <laughs> come back and do a late night bites. It, it's end. surprising. It's because they're only five minutes on the timer, but it's definitely taken way longer than that. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a wrestling timer, you know, with that yeah, or a movie, a movie count. timer. Where it's like, oh, there's only 30 seconds and then three minutes of movie time go on. But we are waiting on pick 10. It'll be our last trade. Oh, we have a trade. And while we wait, I know this is going to be our last selection where we have the illustrious Nate with us. And I know. Nate, oh, they're, gonna... oh, sorry. They're announcing the Pacers trade. Sorry. Oh, they're just talking about the Pacers no. trade. Yeah. That's fair. Um yeah, Nate, I know we're going to have some uh, recording. We'll be doing some live coverage. We're going to be covering a race so here. The second round draft picks are in 2028. 
those second rounders are 2028s. Oh yeah. Classic pacer move. Just doing stuff so it looks like they're doing stuff. But yeah. Uh Nate, any any thoughts, anything you're excited for in the coming weeks or any upcoming uh events or anything you're gonna be doing you want to talk about before you before you head out? Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we'll be at the truck race again at mid-Ohio and doing some fun stuff there. Uh, James, if you want to, you know, stroll on over, it's only an extra hour for you. So, um, you know, come, come on through, <laughs> um, you know, got, got a couple of races and stuff coming up and, you know, just some personal stuff going on with moving and all that fun jazz. So, um, aside from that, I mean, Still doing my fantasy baseball team that absolutely is fucking atrocious on offense. So oh, that's a bummer, man. I'm still tied for first, you know. I'm like, I can't not rookies luck, but it's uh, you know, well, something's going on. I did just make a huge kind of huge trade for uh, some prospects, so we'll see how that turns out. Ali's got, got a question for you. Oh, you got it. Uh, I doubt it, Lee. Honestly, I mean, he won last year, but. He just seems a little off compared to Larson and Byron on Hendrick. Um, and I, I, you know, I would bet that the 23-11 team will be pretty competitive too. So I doubt it. I would not put money on Elliott to win this weekend. Yeah, so for the audio listeners, that is, uh, yeah, Nate is saying, no, uh, Elliott is not going to win at Nashville this weekend. So you heard it here. Don't put your bets down if you are listening to us in the future on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate you audio listeners. We don't have a pick. Oh, wait. A pick is in. Uh Oh, it's about to be that time. You guys will have to let me know because I feel like I'm still significantly behind. I'm actually about to close the app and restart it. Is it Kaysan Thomas from Kentucky? but he's getting traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Interesting. So they're swapping 10 and 11, and the Mavs are taking on what I was texted and told. David Bertrand is just essentially a salary dump. Bertrand's back to Dallas, huh? What a What a reunion. Wow. Okay. Yeah, Nate, any thoughts on that before you uh, say your farewells? Um, I got to say NBA trades are a mystery to me most of the time. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's not quite as straightforward as the NFL or the MLB. um, Or They also have have a weird thing where you, in the NBA, if you trade on draft day, you have to draft, like the team that, Initially, as a pick, still has to draft him. It's the yeah. dumbest thing ever. It's, I mean, I, you know, my last thing I'll say about that is what happens? What do, what do those players do with those hats? Keep Trash. them. Dude. They're probably worth money. Oh, to someone on eBay, to some super, they're not worth money to me, but they're worth money to somebody. You know, it remind it. It's funny because the first time I visited my sister out in California, I went into a mall. And they had 2012 national champions, uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish hats. And I should have grabbed one. Let's go. Let's yeah. What a, what's up, man? Man, that would have been great for all of my uh, Mandela effect jokes, dude. Because <laughs> it happened in 2012. 
you know, man, next time. Oh, well, there's probably still a few sitting in a Midwestern TJ Maxx somewhere. Probably. But yes, on that is. note, Nate is going to make like a dude in the draft. Appreciate you, Nate. And Thanks, buddy. Thank you, brother, for your time. We will see you again some other time. Nate, the great. He co-hosts sometimes. He hangs out with us here on The Bounce. He hangs out with me on Late Night Bites. He is our NASCAR, MLB, and NHL mm -hmm. correspondent. And we're hoping to get him set up with his own NASCAR show here sometime soon. But we also, we got to get a couple more baseball folks in our group. So if that's you, you want to come talk baseball with us and with Nate, hit us up in our Discord. This Again, one is weird, It's in bud. the comments. What do we got? Jet Howard 2, Orlando. He wasn't okay. even the highest projected Michigan guy Buffkin was. Yeah, I agree. Dallas Dallas needed a five. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jet. Oh, that's Jawan's son. I didn't, I didn't even put two and two together. I actually didn't either. That is cool. I... Oh, wow. I had Jet a little further back on mine. I, I had him in the late teens, depending on fit. So, yeah, this is Jet at 11. I don't hate it. I mean, it's essentially the same kind of pick, in my opinion. Um, Jet hit 78 threes last season. He was third in the Big Ten in three-point shooting. So, Grady Dick. Jet Howard, the Magic took a shooter at eleven, right? Yeah, but they they took a shooter. Yeah, not not the shooter I would have taken if yeah. I were making the pick. But so they, I mean they they addressed the same need, I guess, is what I'm getting at. So we were close, you know. We were in the uh, we were in the vicinity. Do you have the details from that trade? Because I am still confused about what happened. Was it nine and ten that got traded, or did Dallas just trade out of ten? Uh, what happened? Dallas swapped you know? 10, 10 to ten to twelve. So Dallas 10 to swapped twelve. Yeah, yeah, that was a trade. Yep. And now I think they're gonna take Grady Dick. So who, who was at twelve again? Who traded into twelve? Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. That's right. Yep. Okay. Got it. Okay. Sorry. Forgive me. I uh, fell behind. They're doing this, doing this double duty here. Luckily. Um, I'm going to, as we get out of the lottery, I think I'm going to stop posting every single, uh, every single draft. I realize that, uh, I can, I can post some of those later, not right. during, this, yeah. during the second round, the people will still be looking up draft stuff. So jet Howard at pick 11, pick 12, it's still showing three and a half minutes on my end. You're saying you think Grady Dick here. I, oh, yeah. I have seen that on a lot of draft boards. I personally wouldn't do that if Lively is still on the board, which I believe he is, right? Yeah, yeah, Lively's yeah. still on the board. To me, it's Lively all day. I Another pick, I thought the Mavs might trade this and try to get somebody in there to help them. But I guess if you take a rookie contract, it could help them keep Kyrie. I mean, the Mavs might. I mean, yeah, once you said Kyrie, I almost want to unsay this, but Bertrand's played there. So, like, he might get some kind of restructured deal and be playing there again. So, Very well could, yep. Um, that's wow. interesting. Get, get comfortable here, Kev. I think a little comfortable here. We're at 9 oh, yeah. on pick 12. Yep, nope, don't worry. 
at, at a certain point, I'll be tagging you in to go solo for a bathroom break slash refill over on uh, me and Vader back there. We got this. Yeah, bite sized studio here. I'll have to. Man, grab Cam my, Whitmore uh, still on the board. Unbelievable. Where was that? Which? Well, I, I, I say unbelievable, six. but he he was like a late bloomer in the hype, right? Like his workout yep. seemed to impress people. And sometimes this is, and we can talk about this because we pulled double duty and we were part of the NFL draft hype train. Sometimes I think us internet pundits get a little too wrapped up in the workouts and forget that because it's easy to forget until you watch a dude like Brian Scalabrini play in a pickup game and just completely sauce the average Joe. You can maybe take for granted just how good uh division three college basketball player is oh, yeah, they're so good, you, man. when you see these guys in workouts everybody looks like a stud you know why yep. because they are studs it's mm-hmm. when you get other players of their caliber out playing defense in front of them that's when you see what they're really made of so you can see these workout warriors not always pan out it's the same reason you every year have at least one nba summer league standout that you never hear from again I, I got a funny little anecdote on Hall about sports on Tuesday. Go check it out. We talked to Danny Thompson, NBA beat writer, and he said, I can't remember the player's name, but there was this guy. They called him. Uh, he was the MVP of the summer league. There was some guy that they knew. He was a G League player who every year you knew was going to be in the in the summer league, and every year he'd drop 30 a night, and he never made an NBA team. You know why? Because there wasn't – there weren't a bu- – the summer league is not full of NBA talent. Each summer league team yeah. has like two or three NBA players on it, and everybody else is just uh, to fill the roster so that their their young talent doesn't get hurt. Um, yeah. You know, so it's a weird it's a weird situation. So it's all about what you do a- around the guys of your caliber. That's why I uh, try not to put too much into the workouts, but we we fell for it here on yep. Whitmore. I still think he's a great. I definitely talent. did. Yep. I yeah, he's got to be coming believe. up here soon. So you've got – this is now the Mavs, technically the Mavs pick. God, and now they're going to commercial. Like, Yep, pick is in, but they're on commercial. Which, speaking of this commercial, it's Secret Invasion. Have you watched it yet, Kev? I have not. That'll – honestly, I. if we're if we're not streaming, what I'll probably do is put, put that on on I one screen. Because at this pace, dude, I can't just – I can't just watch this draft. Honestly, I'm grateful for those of you sitting here watching yeah, it with thank us. Thank you for chat. joining us. <laughs> You're making this uh, much better for us because I would be dying here if I didn't have the the job to keep us all entertained together. White Mamba taking the cat's shoes in a one-on-one game. It's yeah. an elite story. What is that? Do you do you know this story, uh, James? I don't. Uh, he's talking about Brian Scalabrini, isn't he? White Mamba. Is it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Those are great. And that's so that's exactly what I was yeah. talking about with the, uh, yeah, I think yep. there's some high uh, school kids or something at one point. Lee says Mavs don't need Grady. I don't, I don't disagree. They do need a five. Uh, agreed. agreed on both counts. What could it, so Lively could be a guy here. Lively wouldn't be a bad pick. I think to me, Lively is the pick. I think so too. But I've been wrong before. If it's not lively, if they go against need, then I think it probably is Grady Dick. 
Yeah. But it's just so against the I mean, I guess not. They do need a floor spacer outside of, yeah, of like, Luca. That would really make Luca's really, life yeah, he, exactly. Then he could just throw it around to him spotting up in the three pointer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Lively's there. I guess <sighs> who else? I'm trying to think. Oh, Jalen who's a... floating around here. I don't think it's him, but he is another shooter in that realm. Like I don't think it, but is it what is it? Clowney? Who's the power forward? Uh who's been at, he's he's around like 19, I think, on most draft stocks, but I'm trying to think he's the next front court player yeah, no I mean, you're not gonna, for alabama yeah no a clowny there we go yeah because it's not going to be sensible it's not going to be murray those guys are more three four more than they are four five yeah this is the story <laughs> yes i'm going to read this for the audio listeners so this is from marty random dude challenges brian scalabrini to a game of one-on-one scal says you won't score a bucket but if you do I'll get you autographs from your favorite player. If you don't, I get your shoes. And Scal won 21 One to nothing. zero. They don't that realize how good they are, man. They don't realize it. You don't? Nope. Not until you, uh, you know, see, I, I was I was kind of blessed. So growing up, uh, so I actually grew up same grade, uh, same, uh, same area, but different schools and thus different grades. So I played – locally with Aaron Kraft. I think he was maybe oh, one really? year one year younger than me. But yeah, That's so cool. I was at I was at one high school, he was at another. So we never played each other like school versus school, but we played at the Y, you know, played in Gus Macker, played in open gyms all the time. So, yeah. you know, I had the and then of course, you know, went to the University of Toledo and uh, was a team manager there. So, you know, I and you of course as a coach, we've seen it. Mm-hmm. So we can tell you firsthand what yeah, the difference good. is good, you know man. i've i've been on a court watching uh even draymond green warm up in college somebody you know who's not known for his offensive prowess you know that dude is still going to sauce you and i um you know these guys are great and we were right we got one we got another yep. one mm-hmm. although i see oh wait no because it says proposed trade because they traded back so I yes. don't remember all of the assets, but I like this for Dallas, and the, the the logic is simple. And I say this a lot: whenever you trade back and get the guy that you could have gotten, the guy that you wanted, if yeah, you won the trade, in my opinion. Now, in hindsight, you might look back and find that the guy grabbed at ten is a much better player, yeah. but even still, there is not a better, in my humble opinion, for the Dallas Mavericks needs. There is not a better player on this draft board not named Victor Wembenyama um, because they needed they need That's a center. They yep. need a big man. He's the best big man on the board. Um, so yeah, I I think I think they won this trade. James, what are your thoughts here? Yep, I like it for him. I they got their guy and they didn't. They got like I said, maybe Bertrand plays for him, maybe he doesn't, but they got who they wanted. Save a little bit of money by trading back, too. I don't know the salary cap implications, but they need all the money they can get to get Kyrie back, so that helps them, too. So I, I like this for them. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it for them a lot. And this next pick is very intriguing, guys. Toronto at 13. I originally had Jalen hood Shafino here, but I did not have Whitmore or Grady Dick still on my board at I agree, 13. yeah. So... 
I kind of have to throw my original thoughts out the window as much as I still like Kuchifino for Toronto. James, what are you thinking here at 13? The Raptors need a point guard. Rumor has it OG and Siakam are still available, so they could just go best available here and just get whatever. Uh, what would you do if it was your job to make this pick here for the Raptors? Oh, man. Hutch Fino's a good pass. Like, I could see him. I don't like Grady as much here. Uh, I got to pull up the best. Lee says available. Whitmore. I Whitmore, like that, Lee. Whitmore has got me questioning point, my Hutch Fino pick from before. At some point, Whitmore has to come off the board. It's funny. He's going to end up right by right, right around where he was originally – uh, slated right like yeah exactly nick yeah, smith yeah. jr that i think the lakers um i think the lakers will get him if he falls to 17 but yes he's another option here um i just got texted and pointed out i hit that technically i got that pick right too because i had him going to dallas and he got traded there right right no that is one that again yeah i have to i have to clang out that that one was on all three of my draft boards so uh even even James can't shame me off of the lively pick. But again, that one, you know, we, we were good to get that one right. But that's more of a good for you, Dallas, for not screwing that up because it was <laughs> – they're, they're not all easy out here. But gosh dang, it felt like, uh, felt like the Mavericks had a pretty, pretty easy choice, unlike Toronto. Yeah, so essentially I went 8 for 10. Not a boy. And the I only one I really think. screwed up was I sh- if I, I talked myself out of black at six, if I got him, then I'd have been dang really good. I know, man, you should, you know, I talk about this for a living or something, you know, right. And if you want inside scoop, you want to be as smart as James and pick the NBA champion yeah. and eight out of the top 10 picks. You should probably I had a good join year. our I had discard. A good year. I had a good year. Join the Discord, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, all that kind of stuff. That way you can be just as smart as James because we're gearing up. We have two fantasy football programs, but I'm going to tell you something, uh, and I don't know that it will be James and I specifically for every episode, but we're going to get some fantasy basketball into the mix here too and start working on some sports betting some NBA, maybe college games in the future as we grow into next year. So you're going to be able to be there. You're going to want to hang out with us. Give us your best shots. Hang out with us in our Discord. Now, what is Marty saying? Does silver stop at the end of the first or the lottery? It used to be the end of the first, but that's a very good question. I'll pick up once we stop having to go to the podium. The question is like, well, Will it go? Will it keep going because of the Nikola Jokic deal, where they were showing a Quesarita commercial while Joker got drafted? Oh, that's right. Are they going to do the picture-in-picture picture for the second round stuff? Probably. I mean, because that's the thing. Even the assistant guy goes up to the podium for the second round. Yep. At least he used to. So I. This is baffling to me. I feel, uh, well, no, you know what? ESPN doesn't do a great job of filling their hours with content these days, so they probably don't care if it runs long. They'll they'll probably be doing better numbers than they ever would do on a Thursday night at 1 a.m. But, yeah, that to me, this just feels like this is bad programming. Um, I can't understand why this stuff needs to take this long. 
Yeah, I you don't know. know. It's taken way too long, man. You know, I think in, uh, ESPN is given the shaft right now. Jordan Hawkins is listed as their ninth best available. I have him off the board in three picks. I have him off the board, Atlanta, 15. Every mock, I've had him off the board there. But mm-hmm. um, maybe maybe that won't be, you know, maybe it won't be. Oh, there we go. Grady Dick to Toronto. He's got the suit for it. Oh, his wow. suit's wild. He's got that red wild suit. Marty says yes. ESPN has. Whoa! I, I, that's way past my dang bedtime. Three more hours, James. You got it. You ready for this? No way, <laughs> bud. I cannot Man. believe it's taking this long. I mean, we're at two hours and we're not done with the lottery yet. Like, yeah. I mean, I am, I am still at this moment committed to get through the entire first round. But I'm in for the first round, but we're check with at, me later. You know, we're looking God, at check with me at three hours in. <laughs> because yeah. yeah it's gonna get rough here um because i as the further it goes i mean we'll we'll have right, stuff yeah. to say but we really need them to speed up the he time knows. in between these he picks knows. here yeah marty knows see but this see this is where uh, me being the late this is why i'm the late night bites guy and yeah, you're Trevor the guy is not, the biting early yeah. guy because yep. i'm the guy who's gonna be up till two anyway um so i don't mind hanging out late talking uh talking with the folks but yeah but not after doing it for three straight hours you know it's like all right boys let's uh let's move this thing along but yeah what do we yeah. know about grady dick he can shoot the lights out shoot the um, out of it that's about what we know, really. I don't know how much of a liability he'll be defensively. Yeah, you it worry seems... about him a little bit. He's got a thin frame. Yeah, it seems from what they're showing, we've seen some uh, you know, active hands in the passing lane on defense, but I don't know how good of an on-ball defender he is. So uh, he does fill a need with Toronto, right? They don't have – I mean, name, name the Raptors' best outside shooter. It's already yeah. Grady Dick. I mean yeah. – it just already is so especially with van vliet gone and he's i mean he's solid from there but he's not you know when you think of top 10 three-point shooters in the league you're not considering him so it, it fills a need i think this team was going to struggle without a primary ball handler so mm-hmm. that's why that's i thought Shafino yeah, was the move but yeah do you think he can He's shown it some but can he be a full-time point guard i don't know he's big enough he's six six he's big um yeah I I don't I don't hate it I just confused by their strategy unless they really think they can re-sign Fred which I don't think they can I think he's gone Yeah We've talked That's about that a lot Lee says Grady is not a JJ Redick I find that interesting because in a sense of yeah I don't think he's who JJ Redick was in college but I think Grady's career like He'll pro- JJ Redick in the NBA is probably about what Grady Dick will be, you know. 12 yeah, I to think 15 that's, points that's a game. his best, the best case scenario. Yep, you know, few few assists, few rebounds, and he'll hit a few threes a game, and hopefully be a a contributing starting quality player wow. for about a decade. But I I don't I don't see all star when I see well, that, Grady Dick. But that suit he's wearing is insanity. Ooh, LSU Wake Forest college baseball game is. Yeah, bonkers. I'm looking up the score. I know it's an elimination game to go to the championship against the Ooh. only two teams that have been number one all season. I just don't know what's going on. Dang, 
at least one sport's got some excitement, you yeah, know. Let's get some scores here. Let's take a gander at it. College baseball. I don't know anything that's going on. I have no idea. I knew I forgot they were playing. Yeah, it's about, about about to be over. It should be. Pelicans at fourteen. I think I had. Oh wow! It? Bottom Pelicans nine, zero zero. Only five hits total. Wow. Ooh. It's the only two teams that have been ranked number one all year. My goodness. Yeah. And clearly, clearly they're both good and also maybe feeling a little tight, huh? Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Zoinks. Let me see. Who did I have here? Okay. Oh, um, Cason Wallace is who I had here at 14. So you're off because you already got drafted. Yep. So, man, I don't know. Uh, they, yeah. were, they were rumored to be Nick trying Smith, to trade maybe? out of this pick. I, man, Nick Smith would be really good. They need a point guard bad. Yeah, I think. I mean, I like Kobe Bufkin as well. Yeah. I like Nick Smith a little bit more, but um, the rankings for, don't. I think a lot of the rankings have Kobe slightly ahead yeah. of Nick. Grady Dick's wearing black pants with that. If you're going to wear that, you wear the full red. Oh, it's not the full red? I no, mean, it's even just had like a jacket. red turtleneck underneath. Yeah, what's having? What's the point of having everything else match? Yeah. That? Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm the last. You're gonna do it. Advice there. <laughs> that was weird. I don't know what Bulwoge bomb here is talking. I don't see him. I just sees. Oh, a little baseball update. Marty says Wake tried to squeeze play with runners on the corners in the eighth, but LSU first baseman made a ridiculous play. I look I forward that, to that highlight. I bet that game's wild. That'll be fun. Well, look, I looking forward to unwinding. I didn't hate the Pelicans trying to trade Zion, man. He's missed so many games, dude. No. 194 I, in his career. Like, he doesn't play. If Now's the time to do it. L listen. Yeah, because it's only going to get worse. If, ask if, the Wizards how it feels to to make the trade too late. Yeah, no uh, kidding. They, yes. Make the trade now. Trev, if you're says, going... that, Trev says the play was so sick. I, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get a chance to pull that highlight up during one of our. I, I swear, I th I think I look down, I see more commercials than anything yeah. else. How is this? There, oh, let's see what we have. Their thoughts. Their five best available: Cam Whitmore, Hood Shafino, Bryce Sensabaugh, Keontae George, and Chris Murray. I I don't disagree with those five. Um, I, although honestly, I might actually. They because they Jay Billis has Chris Murray rate, rated 15th overall on his big board. That's pretty high, um, man. That is, I, high I saw him me. late 20s. I got a mid 20s, yeah, yeah. Which a lot of so I made a joke, which wasn't really a joke when the Pacers traded the 29th pick to the Nuggets. I posted Jaime, Jaime Jacques Jr., and I said future Nugget. And every oh, there are a bunch of people tell me, oh, there's no way he'll be there at 29. And I'm just like, what. What market do you guys think there is for a senior who's not terribly athletic? Who, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's he's the quintessential late first round. A contender grabs him because he does a little bit of everything. He's going to have, in my opinion, a solid NBA career of at least several years. But I sometimes I don't know, which is why you should never take anybody's burn on Twitter or their analysis too seriously. 
But yeah, I don't know. Um, a, a lot of people, I think, were hotter on Jaime than I am, I guess. Ooh, Jordan Hawkins. One pick early. Boom. Is that who they, that who they just the took? the Pelicans. Yeah. I love Jordan Hawkins as a prospect. I don't like this fit. Are you going to play him next to McCollum? Yeah, Marty Hawkins before Hood Shafino. Uh, Hood Shafino fits their needs better, right? Like, I don't want to say you have Jordan Hawkins at home, and it might be, you know, Jordan Hawkins might be CJ McCollum light. You know, I don't know. I don't, I don't quite. Lo I love the player. Don't know that I love the fit. James, what are your thoughts? I, I'm trying to figure out where was he supposed to go. Who Hawkins? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I I had him going to Atlanta the very next pick, but I. Unless I okay, maybe maybe there, that's what it was. Okay, I was trying to find. Okay, he's already. Okay, now I'm, I was like I was like who I was confused. Yeah, I I really like Jordan Hawkins. I don't know if I liked him this high. I, I was I was scrambling there to put a name to a face. Oh yeah, no fair. I was, like, um, I was confused. I was like, who did they just take? Oh, interesting. He's big, six five, one ninety winner coming off national title. Yeah, yeah, they just took Rip Hamilton. Um, that helps. Yeah, may, yeah. Is that what they just did? Is that the guy? Uh, I want to. I need stats. I want to see his full stats here. Oh, look at that. That's hilarious, dude. I like five seconds after I said that ESPN's player comparison was Rip it's Hamilton. Rip Hamilton. <laughs> Come on now. Listen, guys, we've been doing this bounce thing for a while. We're getting pretty good at it. 38.8% uh, from three was on 7.6 attempts per game, 16.2 points per game. Yeah. If he can fill that, that uh, primary ball handler spot, man, that'd be, be a huge but deal for them. The thing, that's what that's, they need. That's the thing. That's not his game. His game yeah, is running I know. off screens and getting open without yeah, the basketball. Yeah. So did they just take that? And he's so good at it. And yeah, he's also decent at shooting off the dribble. But again, like though, that's what's that's what CJ McCollum does. I, I don't I don't see facilitator and and game manager when I see Hawkins. I see a guy who's gonna fill it in. I mean, yeah, yeah he shoots forty one percent from the floor. He averaged uh, sixteen points in about thirty minutes. But yeah, I, yeah, I only love one point three assist to one point four turnovers. Interesting. Yeah, that's not his game. Also, they just showed the trade. I. So Dallas sent Bertrands to Oklahoma City. I think we've been saying that the other way. Oh, whoops. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Okay. That makes more sense because they just got off a $22 million contract. That, that makes, makes more sense. We've been saying that backwards. We had it backwards. Okay. Um, yeah, and here's the thing. With Hood Shafino, who is so good at the pick and roll, and yeah. then you have Zion Williamson on your team. Made 193 and pointers still, last year. But... still have Valanchunas, am I right? So you have two. I mean, yeah. Zion clearly mm -hmm. head and shoulders above. But you just have a great – like, that's a built-in phenomenal pick and roll. Then you have Brandon Ingram, who plays a very similar game to Hood Shafino when it comes to their ability to hit those mid-range jumpers. So, like, you could have cultivated – 
just a, a very nasty because I mean Ingram's still six ten, so he's never going to be the point guard. You don't have to worry about yeah. him and Hood Shafino overlapping because Ingram has a perimeter game, and I think Hood Shafino he he does need to develop his three point game, that's for sure. But yeah, to me that was a much better fit than Jordan Hawkins here. Um, I thought Jordan Hawkins fit so well in Atlanta because he's a guy who can score without the ball needing to be in his hands, whereas they have yeah. two ball dominant players. They would have loved a Jordan Hawkins there. But, no, I don't get this one. I don't get this one at all. A uh, little update here. One, two, three, top of the nine for Wake. LSU's turn to try to win oh, it. Oh, baby. Marty says Whitmore to Atlanta to buddy up with Collins and Capella. I mean. Somewhere he's got to get drafted. Sometimes it has to happen. Good to me. DeAndre Hunter, as always, is uh, being rumored in trade talks, if you haven't seen that, that. That has been uh, those rumors have been swirling all afternoon. Yeah, for the last about as long as he's been in the league. It looks like the pick is in for Atlanta. Number 15. I think after this one. All right. So I am due for a refill slash bathroom break, James. After pick 15, are you good to hold it down? And then I I, I think I can can hold it down. Take your turn. All right. I I might try to look up this week for us highlight. Hey, there we go. Hey, listen, we can, I know I tease doing a late night bites after this. We can, we can sprinkle a little late night bite flavor. It doesn't have to always be all basketball, especially when there's 23 minutes between picks. Oh, Kobe Bufkin. So, ah, you have two point guards on your team already. You're starting both of them and you draft a third. One of them's got to be. One of them's got to be going. Trey or, or Deontay's got to be going. Yeah, I, I also think this pick could be traded. I think I, this just doesn't make sense to me. No knock on Kobe again. Who? Yeah, he's he's uh, rose ESPN quite high. As if as if nobody knew it. They said Kobe Bufkin. The first fun fact: he was named after Kobe Bryant. Well, no shit, dude. <laughs> no kid. No, yeah. He's a twenty-year-old right, yeah. named after something. He's he's named after the the beef. Yeah. No. There's nobody, anyone younger than Kobe Bryant named Kobe is almost certainly named after Kobe Bryant. Come on. Yeah. Like there was no Kobe before Kobe Bryant. Like what world are we living in? Come on. Trey is going. I could see that. I could see Trey Young getting shipped on out of there. Yeah. All right, what is this play? I found something's got to something's got to give here. This doesn't make sense, but all right, uh, can you t- talk to the folks about Kobe? Oh He's a God. high energy defender and a playmaker. But I, I'm going to go to the bathroom real. You quick. go to the bathroom. I am watching this baseball play right now, and this is unbelievable. You guys are right. The squeeze that first baseman like punches the baseball to get that out. That was absolutely wild. What a, that's a hell of a play. You guys are right, Marty, Trev. That was an unbelievable play. Kobe Bufkin to Atlanta. I am confused is the only thing I can really say at this point. He skyrocketed up draft boards this last about week and a half, two weeks. He's had great workouts. Let me pull up his stats here. Let's see what we got going for him. He was predicted. It's about the right range. He might have won some predictions had him a little bit higher here. I think I saw him as high as 12. Um, let's see. A sophomore there. 
14 points a game, 35% from three, only 3.7 attempts per game. Shades of Tyrese Maxine Emmanuel quickly. That's what I'm getting here from the ringer. Let's see. What is he going to play? Saw him rumored to the Pelicans. Didn't end up there, obviously. Do, do, do. Can finish with both hands. Playmaker. A very interesting with Deontay and Trey on that team. I think he did shoot 37.5% from off the dribble. It looks like I don't, somebody's going to go on that team. Somebody is not hanging around. I think it'd be Trey Young. I think Trey Young's going to be out the door here. Uh, and yes, Marty, just absolutely bananas. Bananas is the correct play. He catches that, he fields it and like punches it. Like that play is wild. And it goes on to the 11th. This, that game's going to be nuts. Somebody's going to, one team's going to advance with no no bullpen because they're going to throw everybody. I don't think that series, I think the College World Series, the final starts Saturday, though, so they'll get a day. Lee, I don't know who they would give up. The war, the we haven't talked much about the Wizards. How they tried to get rid of Bradley Beal for nothing because he had an albatross contract and a no trade clause. So I, I don't, I, I think the Wizards are going to lose eighty games next year. They're going to go two and eighty. They're just going to tank up a lose. <laughs> um, but they were change your name uh, to the Bobcats next. Yeah, they year. were. Yeah, they're a year behind. They should have been tanking for Wemby. Their their own fault. Um, Kev, I don't this the, all this Atlanta pick to me makes me think is that somebody's getting traded, right? hundred percent. Yeah, I don't see Trey or Deontay. What are you going to put Deontay at the three? Which you could have done again, by the way, with uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, who just went? Damn it, I just lost his name. Uh, uh, Connecticut kid that went. With oh, 14. Jordan, Jordan Hawkins. Thank you, Hawkins. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they I don't know what they're gonna do. There's gonna be a trade. Do you think it's Trey Young? DeJounte yes. Murray. Here's the thing. I think it's they Trae both, Young. you know, they both have had issues before, although DeJounte's for the most part, I think I think he's improved, gotten that under wraps, but um I, he seems like the better fit to Quinn Snyder's system than Trey Young, but what's the market going to be for Trey Young? That's the interesting thing. I don't know, and especially if they know they're getting rid of him with guys in the wings, you know. I just well, don't and know. who, like, what playoff team is sitting there thinking we're just Trey Young away? We're just yeah, a, that we're just exactly. a ball dominant point guard who doesn't always make the right decision away. Who has finally, you know, it took Quinn Snyder getting there for him to get some praise on his defense. Now, I will say this. I think Trey Young gets uh, taken to the uh, proverbial woodshed a little too much when it comes. I don't think his defense is as bad as everyone says it is. I think the narrative, he I think it's tried. a bit hyperbolic. He tries, he's, but he's small. Yeah, he's not good by any means, but I don't yeah. think he's – he gets there's this narrative that he's lazy in that aspect, and I, I think don't. He's gotten I don't better. Agree with he's that. just he's very undersized. Yeah, and uh, I I also for what it's worth I don't think he has a high defensive IQ, but I yes. I also I don't think it's for lack of effort. I don't think Trey Young is lazy. Um, absolutely uh, offensive centric, 
and uh, uh, a bit of a showman. But no, I I think he's got to be the odd man out. I just don't see you winning. I don't see you building a winning team around him, and I don't see a Quinn. I mean, look at look at the, what the Jazz were were under Quinn Snyder, and show me their Trey Young. Right? Was it was it Donovan Mitchell? I, I, talent wise, close. Game not way, game knows. gameplay style and mentality, not even uh, close. Nope. I like Marty Trey and the Knicks. Just feels yeah. right. Because I strongly dislike dislike both. I would love that. Could you imagine? That would be almost like Reggie and Mark Jackson versus Spike Lee, you know, with that, those levels of attitude with the shimmies back and forth yep. and the chokes. Like, I would love a Pacers-Knicks second-round playoff series if Trey Young did play for the Knicks. Like, it couldn't get any better than that. Like, it doesn't get much more hated than that, in my opinion. Yep. And it would be great. For the narrative, I use that word a lot. You guys know I'm a, I'm a storyteller at heart, so I, I'm mm-hmm. a fiction writer too. I love when there's a good story in play. So Trey Young, when he had his villain, enter, enter the villain postseason, you guys remember that? Uh, got Nate McMillan an extra year out of his job. They had that big series against the Knicks, so I, you know he's had those big moments in Madison Square as the bad guy, so... And New York, although it's a rowdy, a rowdy, uh, tough place to play when they like you, they like you. So I've seen them uh, I've seen them welcome someone warmly who they had previously booed every time they were in the building. So if they're playing, if he's playing for the Knicks, I think Nick fans will love him until until they don't. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> that's also inevitable. But no, that's some that's some fun fantasy uh, trading. See, now we're at the point where they're just interviewing Wemby for 30 minutes while they're, we wait. This, this, their problem here is there's five minute timer, but the pit gets in, and then Adam Silver doesn't get up there for another three, four minutes. It's taking forever. Well, yeah, he's got to get his human body suit back on. It, That's it no takes kidding, right? Long. The Emperor Palpatine's got to put a Tarkin skin on. Yeah, next time they just need to get one that's not so form fitting. Keontae George, I love this. This is a great Utah Jazz pick. Sorry, am I ahead of you? I'm sorry. You're ahead. I it's fine. I, listen, I need to get to the pick, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, we'll get to the content. So, Keontae George out of Baylor, 6'4". Yeah. I believe he is what we will consider a combo guard for the time being until we see his game develop a little bit more. James, what are your thoughts? Look at that. Apparently, he was the – oh, this one's new – the FIBA three on three U18 MVP. Uh, so uh, I will let you know this the dude can cut it up in the half court. So, uh, what do we got? Big 12 freshman of the year at Baylor. Uh, what are your thoughts on Keontae George? I'm just glancing. I've watched him enough, but I'm just kind of looking at his stats 50, yeah, 15.3 points per game, 33%. Roughly thirty-four percent from four or from three. There is from no four. four hey, play. I yeah. hey, one of the, coming um, soon. Great from the line. Sounds like he's a crafty scorer. Sounds like he's got some flair to his game. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna be Analytic, my, analytical darling. Threes and layups. <laughs> I like what Trevor said. Yeah, smash that like button. And while we're doing yeah. while we're doing a call to action, you know, we have got, let me see, we are simulcasting. We have viewers on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So let us know. Get in the comments. Here's one. 
Who's your best available on the board? For me right now, it's probably Jalen hood Shafino. That has nothing to do with my hometown bias. The fact that I cover the Big Ten or the fact that I wrote a draft profile for Jalen hood Shafino that you can find on lastwordonsports.com slash basketball. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. But let us know in the comments who your best available is or if you've got the shocking trade, whatever you got, whatever your thoughts are, we want to hear them. We can help show ESPN how this draft coverage mm -hmm. ought to be done. Right. But in the meantime, if you could like and subscribe and maybe share, tell a friend, come hang out with us. We'll be here for apparently two more hours two, until Jesus. the end of the first draft. Uh, Marty, I didn't have the draft coverage up because I'm behind. So I was looking, I was searching around and that's, <laughs> so that's kind of funny. See, I love, listen, I love this stuff because as much as I'll poke fun at the worldwide leader, you know, it, it is always great when uh, it makes you feel good. We, I, I personally, I spent a lot of time looking at a lot of these players, editing articles uh, about these players, doing mock drafts. Oh, his doing suit is awesome. It's always nice when when we say something and then, you know, mm -hmm. the national TV provider says the same thing. Like, I was a legitimate pop when I, I'd made the Rip Hamilton comparison and so yeah. did they. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah, dude. That, all right. You know, because you get the you get the Dan Dockages of the world that just want to call me blogger boy. So you That's know, I, it's nice so to have. It's so funny, blogger. It's what I mean. It's blogger what, boy. First of all, look, be on the lookout. Bite Size Sports merch coming. We will have blogger boy T-shirts for sale. Don't yeah. worry, don't oh, worry yeah. about that. It's coming. If he's not going to make money off of it, damn it, I will. We That's will so together. Funny. God, that was so funny. <laughs> Just don't next time, Dan, just call me a blogger boy from your own. Don't go to your burner to do it. All right. You're very oddly specific burner. But anyway, it's all it's all in good fun. I love it. I'd rather Dan Dockage be calling me uh, a blogger boy than I than not. I guess. I don't know. I just be careful when you start searching your own name on Twitter. It's just, you know, I love it. Marty, I'm a DXL. Yeah, Let's gone. go. <laughs> trying to get the draft coverage back up i reset it because i was behind so now i can't get it to pull back up so i am how dare it just goes uh, to show you you should never never question the narrative of a, of a larger agree. creator exactly they, they will put you down. in your place <laughs> oh don't worry you're you're just missing a uh simon peg i'm guessing this is mission impossible yep mission impossible <laughs> oh yeah possible ad baby the lakers okay so let's talk about how the oh my god i just realized the lakers are up and cam whitmore and jalen hood shafino are both available so depending oh. on what they want to do with d'angelo russell they could go either way here i think let's assume they're just keeping everybody on staff right the pick is probably whitmore um but maybe they're gonna go there's a couple of quality if they're if they for instance like someone other than Jalen Hood Shafino there are a couple of other quality guards here James what do you think uh, I also would cry Marty I wouldn't I wouldn't love I wouldn't love to have to do it you know we're gonna keep pulling for our boy no matter where he goes but uh what I do you could, think James I could see him there you don't know what they're gonna try to do like you think they're they're gonna want to try to keep D'Angelo Russell after trading for him but if he leaves like it gives them a little bit of flexibility money-wise. Um, Joseph Shafino kind of kind of fits right in, man. I know, uh, I know you guys hate it, but he kind of fits pretty well. 
I think he I, I think he fits really well, especially if they want to move on from Russell. Yeah. He, he exactly. kind of already just has a very similar game uh, on a on a much cheaper contract. Probably doesn't shoot the three as well as Russell does right now. Yeah. But Russell's not leading the league in that regard either. So correct. Uh, it yeah. wouldn't be a huge step down. And for the money, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get a quality player there. What about Whitmore? Does Whitmore fit? I think I mean, technically, he's in the same position as LeBron, but the way LeBron plays, you're not really. Yeah, worried about he that. definitely. I mean, you can. He absolutely. You can find a way. Um, he must have had some bad workouts, dude, to be falling like this. It's. It is interesting. He did. I did hear. Well, honestly, I heard that they were up and down a little bit because only a couple of days ago, again, and this is part of. You know, we talk about smoke screens and, you know, mm-hmm. how many of these reports are being let out on purpose. Uh, but it, you know, yeah, he had some bad shooting workouts, but then I heard things uh, were on the up and up and that he was actually doing well with some teams. So I'm kind of surprised to see him here at 17. But you know what? You know what they say about that 17th pick? No matter who gets picked here, it's the steal of the draft, baby. No matter who goes here. Yep. Half of Twitter is about to tell you this is exactly the steal right. of the draft. Jay Billis might say it himself. Uh, Lee, is Whitmore not a good shooter? I don't think that is his uh, just all right. Forte. Uh, I was just about to say he's probably right around average. He's at 34. Yeah, just, just all right. He's an extreme athlete. He's a freak athlete. Great finisher at the basket. But, yeah, yes, so yes. it's six, one six, of those long. probably best available but not best fit. Uh, and we do have uh, a, a one of my fellow bald guy, one of our fellow bald guys, up at the podium, Adam Silver. Who's it going to be? It's going to be it's interesting. M- oh, it is Jalen Hood Shafino. I'm sorry, so sorry, Marty. I'm so sorry, and also to me. Uh, it's not the first time I've you know had to begrudgingly keep an eye on a closer eye on the Lakers. So, you know, yep. What Marty said. Yep. Trevor says here. Yeah. Thank you for the distraction, Trevor. Uh, Wake had a couple of base runners, but got out of it, headed to the bottom of the 11th. Mike Woodson there. I like that. Mike Woodson there. uh, For our our, uh, audio listeners, Marty's comment is (laughs) explicitive me. I'll let you fill in the blanks. We'll give you three guesses, but you're only going to need one. Uh, Jalen Huchifino, Big Ten Freshman of the yep. Year. Uh, you can check out more about him at last word on sports.com slash basketball, yep. where a good friend of mine, because some sadly I talked to myself, wrote a draft profile for Jalen Huchifino. So, yeah. Um, you know I've, more about I've him talked, than I do. Let's see what I've got. talked this to death. Um, mid-range mafia guy, the comp that I used. Uh, for my article was DeMar DeRozan, but more likely, I, I like the one, honestly, that I used earlier in this episode, which is he is a taller, uh, less quick, and uh, basically, he's a poor man's Jamal Murray right now with the way that he is just so deadly in the mid-range out of the pick and roll and getting around guys shooting that mid-range off the dribble. He has a decent floater. Uh, he's good, not not great defensively. Um, but I, I like his ability. Uh, I think 
with some good coaching, he's athletic enough to stay in front of guys. See, if you're watching on ESPN right now, they just showed you the floater. They're showing you some of the pick mm-hmm. and roll. That that ironically, that uh, jump shot, that three pointer off the dribble is not a strength of his at all. Yeah, Neither all is the range. catch and shoot three. But uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a good fit, I believe. But to me this makes D'Angelo Russell the odd man out because I – Yeah, he felt like does Russell go and they try to re-sign Austin Reeves? Probably, right? I would think so. I would think so. And I also – Marty and I, are, we're on the same page right here. I will say, again, I also, uh, I also did a preview on old TJD. How great would it be? Talking about fathers and sons, James, did you know – uh, that Tracy Jackson Davis is the son of former Pacer legend Dale Davis. I think I actually did know that. I, I believe I did know that. I know everyone in this. I know at least half of our crowd already knew that. There we go. Yep. All eyes on TJD to yep. the Pacers. I gotta. I gotta do a little uh, post over here for the last word on sports. Bear with me for a second. I gotta. You gotta, I gotta make sure. Catching up. I yeah, think I gotta this post man. A couple of these. I think this spells the end for D'Angelo Russell in LA. I think they're too similar. I I do. I because if I to use a third comp, like I think you if someone wrote an article about Jalen and used D'Angelo Russell as their NBA player comparison, I would not have any similar games as well. Um they do too much of the same and I don't think they – I don't know that they could play well together either. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, and he was – he did, he can't shoot That's it right, three. Marty. Can't, or I guess it was in high school he shot that. He didn't shoot it very well, did he? No, he's not a good three-point shooter. He is deadly. That's why that is specifically for – because what I try to do when I'm writing your articles type of player. is – Yeah, he's my type of player. And when I'm trying to write, what I, I want to make it digestible for the common audience and try to make it uh, easier for, I guess, maybe the more casual fans. So when you think DeMar DeRozan, probably one of the first things you think of is, wow, he can he can make every mid-range, but up until the last couple of years, couldn't really do much from three. And that's yeah. that's Huchofino right there as far as his yeah. shooting ability goes. But he's uh, – and he does have that – the other area where they're similar is that creativity off the bounce and uh, that body control. So, you know, Jalen does have the ability. He's got a soft touch. He's got that floater, and he can do things in midair, uh, change his shot, and and still have a soft enough touch to get it to go down. So I think Russell's gone. Did Is he on an option? I can't remember what his contract situation is. I, I so can't is, remember is he if, gonna it's be traded? if it's an option. I, I think it's up, but maybe it is an option. Let me – let me take a gamble at that. We got the Heat on deck here. This is fun. Well, who are they going to? Who are they going to draft here to trade for Damian Lillard? This was the hardest pick for me to mock. Every time, I am not ashamed to say it. More often than not, when I was uh, gar- because there's not a ton of front court depth here, so I think I went maybe clowny a couple of times. But other than that, I just went what best about, available. What about Jamie kinda- Jacquez? He, I mean, could be a good – if they didn't – I mean, he could be a good fit here, yes. Um, I might go with Whitmore if I'm the Heat now. Russell is an under – he's a free agent. This was the last year of his contract. Okay, so, yep, he's gone. 
Yeah, unless yeah, I think he's gone now. Especially after he, he struggled in the the uh playoff series they lost. He was bad, bad against the Nuggets. This is the Heat's only pick. Make it a good one to get Dame. Yeah, I think they're gonna get so ESPN says well, we all they need depth across the board because they're not gonna be able to keep all of those undrafted free agent oh, guards. They're, gonna, they're, not they're gonna, gonna find a way. They probably have some more, they probably have some more undrafted free agent guards in the in the halls. The next one's up. <laughs> yeah, they're yep, they've got yeah, they're showing their undrafted, their notable undrafted, which maybe they'll be banking on right now because Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, all undrafted. So, Heat fans, don't stress if they get this one wrong. But, I don't know, Kobe Jones is another interesting one um, that I've seen go around this time. Here we go. We got Adam on stage. You called it. Holy shit. Did they? It's, J- it's Jamie. It's it's I May, baby. Yeah, I oh love that. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a call. I love it. Amazing. He's just older. He fits right in with what they're trying to do. I love that pick. I do. Say, so do I. I mean, he is uh, a perfect perfect fit for a team that has a winning pedigree that just needs a a role player that contribute from day one this is a senior right this is a well uh older yep well versed well knowledge player he does a little bit of everything um plays good defense he can finish at the rim so i think uh i think it's a great pick some people might find that this is a reach but again, we're talking about need here. Yeah, in the and, finals. This is a you go need with these guys. Yep, you go need here. And as we've talked about before, there is not a lot in the front court right now. All you're looking at right now is Clowney and Najee. There's no, there are no bigs in this. There are no first round bigs left in this talent pool. So you're gonna get a guy like Jaime again. I mean, some Heat fans might be screaming like, "Dude, we need us. We need a more. We need help in the paint. You know, we need a." Rim protector, not named Bam. We need somebody right. else. They but don't, they're just not going to get them with what they need. This is going to be a glue guy that helps because, as I said, I think chances are very slim that they keep everybody from this roster. Yeah. So this is a very big get for me uh, for the Heat. I love this pick. He can do so much. He's big, long, can guard. He can dribble it. Like, oh, he's, he averaged 17.8 a game. Like, he is no just – he's good, man. He looks goofy as hell, but he is good. Just the highlights they're showing. He's just he just because the hair and the mustache and everything, he looks ridiculous. Oh yeah, people are calling him a pirate. I had yep. people, uh, people on Twitter crack me up. Uh, people were telling him to shave his hair, sh- shave that beard and f- hair. You he's gonna me. fit into that heat culture <laughs> so well. Like he. Hard nose diving on the ground, does the dirty stuff. That's he was made for it. Yes, I agree. Such a good pick. 
Wow. I am still shocked by that one. I got to get a post out about that one real quick. But let us know in the chat. What do you guys think about Jaime to the heat? Marty says Whitmore really yeah, about to fall in Golden State's lap. Man. Which yeah. could be a good fit now, now that they've addressed their backup point guard situation. Um, yeah, CP3 oops, now on that. that team. They got to figure out the Draymond Green situation. I, I just don't feel like he's going to actually go anywhere. Um, oh, yeah, what? Yeah. Dang, that's his mom? Yeah, that is his mom. Good Lord. No way. Wants, she's won so far. Well, um, done. well done, mom and dad. Yeah, who would I think these guys are going for? I, by the way, just full disclosure, I hate that they traded for CP3. I think he's washed up. I just uh, I think he's awful. No, I mean, now's a good time to talk about it. Well, I mean, I that's part of this, just, right? I think he's, I didn't like him in Phoenix. I thought he was, he's old and washed up. He's just not who he was anymore and didn't fix any of their problems. He's not going to help them defensively. It's like, it's almost like they just needed to get rid of can't pool that's that was their way out he has to restructure his contract too it's outrageous man who would there's some names here whitmore's the top there nick smith rupert from france i don't know what they're gonna do here i really don't i I, this one's gonna be interesting any any thoughts here kev <clears throat> Whitmore is interesting to me. Um, I Murray is at, a better fit. Marty, I, I like that one. I yeah. looked at I just went by his name. I'm like, that kind of weirdly fits. Yeah, Murray, which I am selfishly hoping that Murray falls to 24 just because I want to see the brothers play together. Yeah. But um, – I propose. Oh, this is the Chris Paul trade. Never mind. Sorry, ESPN scared me for a yeah, second. Yeah. I I agree with that, Marty. I think Murray is a better fit because he does a lot of little things. Murray is like if Kayvon Looney had a jumper, you know, in the sense that more he's a he, he's a more versatile guy, but he's low. Like he's kind of like Jaime. He's not super athletic, although Jaime is at least going to dunk the ball. Chris isn't even mm-hmm. going to do that. Chris is a shooter. Let's let's understand that in the NBA right now, Chris Murray is a floor spreader on offense, yep. and that mm-hmm. is it. Um, again, shameless plug. I did a deep dive on him, did a draft profile. He does not have a good handle. He is someone oh, who used, yeah. he used his uh, body to go downhill and to take advantage of his size. He is great. Uh, great body control in the air. So once he goes up, he can get around you in that sense, but he's not dribbling around anyone. He's Mm -hmm. not getting by anyone. He's not getting out of a double team. He's not going to be a ball handler. He's got a lot to work on in that regard, but he's a solid passer. uh, And he, despite not being a great athlete, has great instincts and incredibly long wingspan, just like his brother. So he's going to get blocks. He's going to get steals. My comp for him, other than Keegan Murray, was like a slightly less athletic uh, Thaddeus Thaddeus Young. Yep, Thaddeus Young. So uh, it's very similar. And and maybe that was some of that was the Southpaw jumper. Maybe that helped me see that. But for me, I think think Murray's Murray's ceiling to me is – is David West oh. with a little more range. And I love that. So the rich get richer when it comes from the, uh, from the arc here, as I'm about to mispronounce yeah. this, but Braden 
Podzimski, Santa Clara. No, I'm, I'm not even one of the best shooters in the draft. Um, so, yep. Uh, WCC co-player of the year and newcomer of the year. And this dude can point guard too. 19.9 points. Yeah. Jesus. 44% from three, 3.7 assists per game. This is a God. That's a good fit. That's a great pick. I didn't even <laughs> think of him. Yeah, that's true. Brother Rivalry would sell Christmas Day CP3 tickets. CP3 is suddenly his mentor. Whoa. Yeah, it's a good, it's a very good fit. Um, and here's for those of you who want to know, since since neither of us is going to say it even remotely right, Marty's got it spelled yeah, right for you here. spelled it right, yeah. 44% from three, in case anybody missed that. So that's why I said, you know, the rich get richer. This was a guy I was looking at. I think, let me check. I want to say I had him right around this range, but going to a team that I saw had a bigger need. Yeah, I had him at 25. They're probably going to lose even. I can't remember who's at 20. Is 25 Memphis? I think I had him at 25 to Memphis uh, is where I had Brandon uh, because they also um, they also could use an extra floor spacer. But, Let's yeah, see. so now. 25 is, uh, 25 is Boston. Boston. Okay. Well, I still had him at 25. I might not have had. Yeah. I don't um, know that they had the, uh, they didn't have the updated teams. Like they still had Indiana drafting at 29. So uh, I might've, I might've made the pick for the wrong team there, but yeah, we have the Rockets up next uh, here. What are your thoughts on, on their potential fit? This is, now, now you're talking best available. Like these guys are just loading up. On. Woj is apparently saying Whitmore. I could, I could see Martin. that. Like some, that guy's got to go at some point. Lee has a good question here. While we wait that. for this to come in, so out of the first 15 picks, who are your busts, if any? Now, yeah, I think I there's look. probably a popular candidate. Um, I'm sure there's a name that will stick out more than others, but I'll, I'll let you. Go first, James, because mm, top thirteen. I gotta pick one guy. Is it Belial? I think he's the easy pick, and I think that's what everybody would say. So I'm trying yep. not to pick him. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one. I'm gonna I go have. a little different. I'm gonna go with Anthony Black. Ooh. Wrong place, wrong time. Who did the I who did the so. wizards take? The With Wizards their first pick. took uh they ended up I mean they took Jarris Walker, but then they oh yeah, they took Belisle. Okay, yeah. so never mind. Because I was gonna say the Wizards recently have had a, a history Marty's, of Marty's not... got a good one too. I thought about him too, Jet Howard. Jet Howard. I would say, okay, yeah. With the with the disclaimer that I don't think he's gonna be a true bust in the sense. I think he was drafted well above his value. Jet Howard compare is, that, yeah. is going to be a quality reserve. Um, not the same player type, but, you know, think of like, I'm thinking of like somebody like a T Matisse Tybal, somebody like Jet Howard's going to play 20 minutes a night and he's going to shoot pretty well. I don't know that that was worth. I, I had him what? I had him 19. Um, he was going on my mock drafts anywhere between like 18 and 22, mm -hmm. probably. So I do have, I do see him as the biggest reach because even Belial, while I know 
because not a lot of people will know him, that'll be the easy one. I had him at 12. His stock was rising because so many people were watching more and more Wemby footage that they noticed, like, oh, they who's this other guy? Him. Yes, yep. And all of a sudden, like, oh, wow, if this guy was on his own team, he'd be the freak athlete at 6'8", doing these things that he's doing. So, if yep. anything, I think Belial, in a few years, we could look back that. And be like, dang, he was understated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you're, it's very possible. Who do you – do you have any – I think fits here for Houston. I I think Whitmore's it. Like I love at some point he's got to go. I think Whitmore is it. Um, I'm trying to, it's so Houston. I feel bad for Houston because they have a ton of young talent, but because they're also on the West coast and bad, I feel like they are one of the lesser, no, like lesser known entities in the NBA. I don't feel like, I don't feel that I'm alone when I say, I don't know as much about the Rockets as I would like because yeah. who wanted to sit and watch Houston Rockets basketball last no year? Other than Rockets fans, I I have a Did few they, they, devout fans that I follow. They on They had the worst record in the league, up. right? Were they the ones that finished with the worst record in the league? Did they, or was it uh, was it Detroit? Oh, I Detroit! Thought, I, think I it thought was Detroit, Detroit had. The number one odds locked in. I think I think you're right. I think it was Detroit. I think I'm back. But they were bad. They make no mistake. The the Rockets, they yeah, were close. They were, they were so up bad. there. So I I think they could take best available because I don't uh, know. Pistons, Spurs, Rocket. Spurs and Rockets were second worst. Okay. Okay. So they have Jabari Smith, who uh, you know, still still out on what Kevin Porter Jr. still there, right? Um, uh, Jalen Green. Jalen Green, right? All relatively recent picks All young as well. guys in the last three years, I think. Sanguine or Seng- Alpert, I can never say his name right, but they have I a, know, a, I don't either, a good so I big try. guy in the paint. They got Sanguine, Sanguine. Players, I mean, they got young talent everywhere. So really, like, they they could Kenya use Martin depth. Jr.'s on that team, too. <laughs> Yeah, so it's kind of just like, yeah, take best available. Take the best so available according to ESPN, they need a starting point guard and then player development. So if you're looking at starting point guards, I mean, in that sense, they're a little behind the eight ball here. Maybe you go with yeah. Nick Smith Jr. Yeah, I could see Nick Smith Jr. wouldn't be a bad fit. Because your your three your best three available right now are all forwards. And then there's a bunch of shooting guards after that. Yeah, Nick Smith Jr. would be a bad one. I like him or Whitmore, I believe. I think is my best guess here. There he Let's is, see. Whitmore. Yep, Cam Whitmore. Finally, finally that, took Cam Whitmore. I think it's a great pick. I, used, I can see how Rockets has, fans would be just so hyped for this, right? Yeah. Like, the, at, the, oh, did I have him at five? I was going to say, in, in some people's draft boards, like my – okay, I had him at six in one of these. I, but, I had him at six. Yeah, people had him going as early as the pick right after your first pick, and you're able to get him the second time around in the first round. I think this is uh, a great a great move for the Rockets. I almost said a great fit. I'm not sure about the fit, but it's a team that needs a lot, and when you're a young team like that that has a lot of moving pieces, there's nothing for certain about that identity anyway. You know, you could find a good package, whether it's Jabari or – or, or green, whoever it is, if they need to move somebody to make room for this, uh, they have tons of assets to make a move. 
What do you think? Does this make uh, does this make the is James Harden to Houston look any more plausible, any more attractive? I think James Harden is not going to Houston. I don't I don't see any traction at the. It just why would they want him? This is a team full of young young dudes. Ime Adoka is coming in there to coach him. Like let him mold them. Like don't bring somebody. Don't bring an attitude like Harden in. That'd be so dumb. Yeah, I. I don't see it ruin all these guys because if he wants to go there, it's almost certainly because of his lifestyle in Houston. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, how do I say this respectfully? I don't think it's all for basketball reasons. If he comes yes. back to Houston, I don't think it's about the basketball solely, but agree. Hey, Eamon Thompson, Cam Whitmore, I, man, I love that. I'd I be love what done. so happy with that. And now speaking of two picks, Brooklyn's back to back here. So yep. any mm-hmm. thoughts? Talk about a team that can really get whatever. Uh they need shooting. Best they need available. some front court depth. Um, which unfortunately there's not a lot right now. So they could just go best available because I think anyone not named Mikel Bridges is uh movable or uh yep. they need to make room for a rookie. Uh let's see. <laughs> is this a friend of yours? <laughs> <laughs> do we have to answer this one it's very yeah i very well have to god dang it bigger fall in the draft whitmore to the rockets at 20 just, or levis to the titans at 30 let's just be happy tennessee didn't take levis at 11 because man i thought they were going to is this true what trevor is saying levis can't even beat out malik willis i haven't i've been in nba mode i haven't been paying attention to our other favorites i don't put any stock into otas or anything right now but the rumors come out of titans camper that malik looks really good and obviously will levis doesn't (laughs) what malik got really lucky because they added that emergency quarterback role so he's not going to get cut like if there was only two quarterbacks malik was in dangerous territory yeah, but it's also it's uh, it's one of those you took a guy who was playing in Liberty and and like you didn't expect that to take more than a year. Yeah, oh, trust uh, me. Yes, it's yes. one of those. It's I, I I scratch my head at the concept of drafting a guy like Malik Willis and then and then being mad when he he wasn't it, supposed to play at exactly all. and being yeah, ready to I, take another first was, round guy the next year. Oh my God! Yeah, Tennessee. I don't know. Tennessee's all over the place. Consistently, but when we get the Hopkins, we'll be taking down the Chiefs. Trev, so sucks. Inconsistent, suck. which is the motto of the entire AFC South right there it is correct yeah um let's go i like nick smith jr with one of these picks for sure nick smith jr i like that um one of my favorite players remaining on the board here comes that big 10 bias again bryce sensible i don't think that's a great fit here because michael bridges Bridges, but i think he will be the next person off the board i also oh no honestly i think chris murray will be the the first off the board at 23 because i don't know if the nets will go after either of those guys you know i can see a guy like rayan rupert to put to america yeah pardon me to americanize a very french name yeah an an old french connection there another Um, could we have three frenchmen in the first round Could yeah i think you're absolutely going to so yeah i could see this going a lot of ways but it also is going to take 10 minutes because they back to back so oh wow they're gonna milk it which is ridiculous you know these should be honestly he should walk up there almost with two cards yeah like you know like you know you should it it shouldn't take the full i understand if the first 
you know, we've all had yeah. back-to-backs in a fantasy draft before. I don't understand if the first one takes the full amount, but... The second at, one, you already know. Yeah, at that point, you got to be pretty quick on the second one. Yeah. Uh, Kev, you're, or uh, Trev's right. I would like one of them to take off, but I can't wait for Ryan Tannehill to prove everybody wrong this year and make all you guys look dumb. I for the sake for the sake and the health of this channel, I really hope it's Malik Willis because last year in the preseason he put out some highlight yeah, real plays. Were, and we still have those shorts uh, up, you know. Yep. They, we don't we don't we don't pull our 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 comment or our stuff down when it's not right. Oh yeah, no, nope. let it. I'll sit with it forever. You know, I still got people making fun of my uh, Brian Kelly takes, and that's quite all right. All right you know, you know, you gotta you gotta eat when you're wrong. You gotta eat it. That's that's all part of the game because I'm I'm certainly get you're certainly going to hear about it when I get it right so I might yes. as well uh, I might yep. as well hear about it when I get it wrong exactly yes got Dan oh, they Hurley got... there one of the highest paid coaches in college basketball now you got a mega extension today yes sir yeah that's right oh you know what another basketball news speaking of extensions or in this case rebirths slam ball. Is back oh. in business, baby. Coming back, I think in August or something like oh, that. Really? It's coming back real soon. Yeah, you can find you can find the details on Twitter at Slamball. I had no I, idea. I don't know how I've got that queued up. Legs for even can survive. Like I a late night self, bites. My oh God, yeah. Tear just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hurts. My uh, my uh, a friend of mine on Twitter said something about like you know I always this was the perfect sport to catch on. Like while you were channel surfing, you'd watch it for two minutes and then it'd be like, Oh, I've seen that before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's doing that again. And I was like, yes, it is. It's more, it's, it's more fun to enjoy in highlight form, but I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I just want more sports. I want more people to have opportunities to, you know, if we can create more jobs in these entertainment spaces and people can go to work doing what they love, I'm all for it. And slam ball. If you need a play-by-play commentator, I'm your guy. All right, I, I've been cutting my teeth in the combat world. All right, learning, learning all those things. But in my heart of hearts, I'm a basketball guy. Yeah. I want to be doing play-by-play for all the sports. So if you have an obscure sport that you want to get off the ground, I'd I'd love to commentate for you. So there we go. Call call the folks at Slam Ball. Let them know I need a job. Noah Clowney. Boom. I love it. Finally got off the board. I think, let's see, where did we have him on my big board here on the draft? I think I had him going at 22. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I had them taking uh, Rupert at 21 and then Clowney at 22. So I'm going to count this as a win. Makes a lot of sense. I said it before. This is the last remaining good big man in the yeah. draft. Um, we have what is it, uh, Naji um, coming up here, and then there's of course uh, my personal favorite. I've yeah. tried not to mention his name too much, but Leonard yeah, Miller right. is going to be, uh, which is Leonard Miller is another one of those unicorn guys. He's a six foot ten small forward with the ball skills of a point guard. Uh, so. You know, he's almost a better playmaker than he is anything else. But Noah Clowney is who's what walking up the stage right now. All freshman team, SEC all freshman team. Uh gonna help out with the rebounding, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh what are your thoughts? Do you like this pick here, James? Can he play next to Nick Claxton? Do you, you know? 
I'm just I, I, that's I why I didn't think, think they'd take so. him. You think? I didn't know if they were similar or not. I, I don't. I don't know a ton about him. I mean, he's a rim protector. Um, Seven-two wingspan, eight rebounds a game. Band. Like he's not. He's not a scorer. Um, you know, he's athletic enough to get out and run. So I think. I think they'll play next to each other, but that's a good point. I mean, I don't see them moving off of Claxton. No, Claxton started to play really good last year. Yeah, but Clowney, I mean, he's 6'10". I think think the question will be, is he athletic enough to maintain the pace of the NBA game? But, yeah, he's great defensively, and I think he is. I mean, they just showed some highlights uh, some stuff that I hadn't seen of him tossing people alley oops in the fast He's break. So ninety nineteen years old, I guess, just like we talked about. Like I said, it like I just for them, I said you take best available, and if that's who it is, you take him. Like you don't, they they got a long ways to go. And he is up there. Yeah, he's um, gonna be a good player. I think. You know, I I think those NBA or those college numbers are indicative of what you can expect from him. He'll be. He'll be a guy that kind of flirts with a double-double average, yeah. but won't – maybe he'll – I mean, that's the other thing. He's 19, so that offensive game could very well uh, – he could, could very well develop, and he could be a double-double guy. But I think early on what you're going to see is see him be a rebounder, be a defensive asset, because I don't know – in Brooklyn, what you might see next year is what, what I like to call the Matador defense, where you got those two big bulls in Clowney and Claxton in the back – and the uh, the guards just let everybody blow by them, knowing that they got the SWAT team behind them to protect the rim. So you know, Miles yeah, oh, Turner yeah, made his living off that a couple years ago. Um, so yeah, I think that's that might be the situation there. But yeah, they've got um, they've got a good piece there with Clowney. We know what we've got with Bridges. They still have Dinwiddie there, I believe. So this next pick will be interesting. I think. Um, from the Nets, I agree with ESPN's um, their assessment here that they they need some what did they say three point shooting. I would I wouldn't mind seeing another guard here. I don't know what are your thoughts, James. You think Spencer Dinwiddie is a, is the guy? He can be a point guard one for a playoff team. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, no, I, I wanted to say it, but I figured I'd ask you first. No, I. Uh... <laughs> I like to reunite the Alabama guys. Take Nick Smith here. Screw it. Put him together. Okay. I don't mind that at all. You need a point guard. Like, I I would really like that. They're both Alabama guys. They play together. Put them together. Let's do it. Oh, let's take that. We'll see what, like, um, I'm trying to see. Oh, you know who else I'm going to keep my eye on is uh, another another Frenchman, but this is a guy playing the G League, City Sissico. Yep. Ooh, let's go, bite size Vikes back at it. Welcome, Johnny Football. Did the Wolves get scoot yet? I don't know, but Wolves. I hear, uh, uh, you know, I hear Barry Allen's running in reverse to try to make that happen for you. But I don't know. I don't know what timeline we'll be on when we get out. Flash jokes, everyone. Nerd stuff because James, John, and yeah. I talk nerd stuff on oh, our yes. brother show called Dweeb. That's Dweeb with two Ds. Double D Dweeb to start it off. We got to talk about multiverses soon. But... I'm gonna I'm gonna go see it this weekend. I got God. I got caught up again last week. I left my schedule Ooh. very wide open this weekend for that reason. Um, I am planning to go see it 
most likely Sunday. I might go catch a matinee. I keep forgetting I took tomorrow off. Yeah, you Let's got tomorrow go. off, bud. Let's go. I might. I know it's cheap. I guess there's like a 10 o'clock showing Sunday morning. That's like the 30% off one. So hey, that may be the one I sneak in and see. There you go. Yeah, I've got tomorrow morning off, but I'll have to set my alarm Nothing. to get up bite and early to yeah. hang out with Trevor as he is he going he's going live tomorrow. I was gonna say I'll be able to the watch NBA tomorrow. draft. Oh yeah, it's up there. I believe it's already locked and loaded on our YouTube channel. So you can head over there as soon as this is done and click that notify button and it'll let you know 30 minutes before our oh, good yeah. friend goes live. So I will uh, be laying in bed with a cup of coffee that has a straw in it. But I will be there. So LSU, I don't know what happened, but they won in the bottom of the eleventh. I wonder if they hit a home run. They won two to zero. Oh wow! Okay, I was looking to see if we had any. Nope, I don't see the updates in here. Oh wait, yeah, uh, Wake brings in their closer and yeah. first pitch takes him yard. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! City, that's brutal. Ding, Wake was fifty-four and twelve. Bing, Got to love a good walk-off, man. Tommy Tanks cranks off walk-off. Nuh-uh, that's, that's his name. His nickname, yeah, Tommy. Tommy Tanks, Tanks with the dinger. I love it. Florida LSU for the College World Series, that's man. Brutal. Let me ask: Is the is the SEC hatred? Does that blend into? Does that extend into baseball? Or are we cool with the SEC and baseball? I think it I don't know. bleeds. I think it's actually just more Southern teams because they it's they can start practicing and stuff outside earlier down there. There's a push to push uh, start college baseball later. Ooh, um, that's interesting. I popped for the Brooklyn Nets next pick, which was. Derek Whitehead, who admittedly I had uh, going off, I had at 27 on my last mock. So Duke, huh? I like this. Um, he was a high school player of the year, year before last. So uh, I don't know. Yeah, he was going to say he only scored eight points per game at Duke, but number two I think recruit in 22. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of promise. Um, I thought I thought he would slide a little bit more just because of that limited exposure at Duke. Yeah. And I actually saw him as being – the reason I had him go at 27 was that was listed as a Charlotte pick. And I thought, well, mm -hmm. here's a take team late in the first round that will take a hometown talent with some upside. Uh, but Brooklyn here, I like this move because, again, this is a guy with a, a shit ton of potential, right, mm -hmm. James? Like, yeah, and that's exactly – yes. You're absolutely right. With them, take best available high upside guys. You're going to suck next year anyway, so let's get some dudes on this team. Yeah, I agree with that completely. So I think Brooklyn, they were a conundrum for me as I mocked. I think I, I complained about pick 18. I really didn't know what, what Miami would do at 18, and I really didn't know what Brooklyn would do at tw because you know they have a lot of needs, and, and it, they have back-to-back -back picks. So it's like, well, how do you – how do you mock for this? But I, I think they did really well. Looking at best available, we still have Nick Smith, Colby mm -hmm. Jones, Bryce Sensabaugh, um, Rupert, uh, Greg Jackson II, um, Sissico, my uh, fan favorite, Leonard Miller. Maybe, which is a little bit, I'm going to be honest, guys, sometimes 2K biased bleeds into things. And <laughs> in my Seattle Supersonics expansion, 
I took Leonard Miller in this draft, and he, although he got injured, he was phenomenal for me. Like I said, imagine a 6'10 guy who can block a center on defense, but also can run the point. I mean, just, I mean, imagine uh, Jokic, but athletic, but without, you know, the offensive polish, but just the, uh, the things that you can do with a 6'10 athlete like that, that can handle the ball and defend all five positions. It's a, it's a gamer's dream. And honestly, it's a head coach's dream if Leonard Miller does end up panning out, but also big fan of city Sissico who I did also uh, draft in 2K, but that's neither here nor there. What else? We got Maxwell Lewis, Andre Jackson. There's some other guys I'm missing, there's right? Chris names. Murray is in a Chris Murray's starting to get close, but there's only one place he can go. So let's not don't don't screw this up, anybody. It's only one place he's allowed to go. <laughs> uh, Bite Size Vikes says, What did Nate think of the GOAT Davis Bertrands getting traded? Well, we had that one wrong the we whole had time. It Nate. We had it backwards. So uh, his thoughts we thought he got traded, Nate. yeah, to Dallas. We were talking about it backwards. We were not paying attention because we we're <laughs> morons. It was the other way. <laughs> we'll have that, you know. Defend the, the, the Portland needs here. Uh, they say defensive identity. Yeah, I would say you're right there. Oh, Colby Jones, that I think was another player that we had missed. But we've covered most of uh, Rupert, I think, up there. We we've got most of the best available now that we've we've rattled off here. So this this is why this thing's taken so long. Portland's picks in, and they're on a freaking commercial. Some kids in a can in a homemade tent in his room. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah, it's. Well, they got to get that commercial time. And it's so funny. It's it's because um, I think it's been like a self-fulfilling prophecy. More of these programs go away from cable because we're sick of the commercials. And in order for the TV yeah. programs to keep making money, they now have to jam more commercials into them. So uh, it is, just feels like uh, the Ouroboros. This is awful. Like This pick is in and we're not seeing it. See, I'm glad Marty feels feels this. He says a 2K bias is real. I made Jason Thompson out of out of rider and all star, like six 2Ks in a row with the Celtics. Yes. Yep. Um. So for me, uh, like so when you know Tyus Jones is is a go to. Corey Joseph was always a stud yep. for me. Um. I know our boy Sean Baker, our 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 buddy here at Bite Size, uh, big Landry Shamit guy. Yeah. Oh, um, Landry. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. The pick is in. Wow. Portland went where I thought they wouldn't. And they took, I mean, this is a great pick. They took Chris Murray. The trailblazers took Chris Murray. This is a pick. Oh, come on. He's only one play. He can only go to the Kings. The next pick. I know. Could have gone to the, yeah. Cody Zeller won MVP for me in 2k 15. Love that one. Chris Murray. Uh, this is a bummer because, uh, and of course they took the lazy way out. Their NBA comparison to him is his twin. Brother. Yeah. That's All right. So, bums. That's you bums. So I did that in my article as a joke and then gave you a Come real on. comparison. Come on. Come on, ESPN. Hire me. Oh, wait. They're, they're laying people off every day. Don't do that. Right. Um, uh, plus, I like to say fuck whenever I want. So, uh, yeah, anyway, what were we talking about? Here. Chris you own, Murray. You own this company, so you can say <laughs> Chris Murray uh, to the Blazers. This sends the right message, right? Because Chris Murray he's, is the he's a win pick now type guy, for a yeah. win now team, which the Portland Trailblazers are not. So now you've pissed me off, Portland. Yeah, now drafting a great player that you won't put to good use. Yeah, now they're showing highlights of his brother. Like this is such a lazy comparison. <laughs> yeah, they're twins. No shit. 
Tell me someone else that his game reminds you of. Yeah. But no, what I see from this, and they talk about this, this is the other big narrative to jump in his scoring. Uh, as soon as Keegan was gone, Chris stepped right up, became a 20-point-a-night guy. He did shoot a much lower percentage from three as a senior or as a junior. He took 6.8 three-pointers per game as a Hawkeye that junior year and shot about 33%. Now his sophomore year, when he was only shooting about three per game, he was shooting closer to 40%. So I say all that to say he was Iowa's offense this junior year. I think that shooting percentage is going to go up. It's going to look a little bit closer to that sophomore year percentage when he was not the go-to guy and he was getting open looks. Um, and he is going to be a floor spacer and somebody who can guard a lot of positions on defense, although he's going to have a hard time. So, for instance, against our boys, the Nuggets, if he gets caught in a switch against somebody like Jamal Murray, he's got no chance. So when I say he's versatile, let's not get crazy here. Uh, he can guard multiple positions, but the elite ball handlers are going to expose him in a pick and roll, in my opinion. But uh, overall, Great addition here. I just wish he would have been added to a team that was actually going to be winning something next year. I agree because I'm I'm just so confused. Like he's definitely a win now guy, but if I'm Dame, I want out. Like I, I'm I want out. Yeah, man. I'm if I'm Dame, I want to take Chris Murray with me to a team that's going to win. But no, this is boring. This is such a bummer because you know one of the Kings' needs is a starting power forward um according to espn so i guess they the king's full-on calling domas a center i know that's that was a great debate while he was in indiana he's he's more of a five i mean offensively he plays like a four but in today's nba he's a five but yeah so there it is right there the king's honestly they, i don't know if chris murray would have been your starting power forward but he absolutely would have added some depth there uh, in the three to four spot. So he he could have fit that need. It wasn't just a pipe dream for me to have Chris and Keegan Murray rejoined, but who who among these guys? Is it Sensabaugh? Is it is it Nick Smith? Who do the Kings go after here, James? We've loved this team. We've covered them throughout the season, but I'm kind of scratching my head here. There's there's plenty of talent on the board, but it they're all they're all guards and forwards and none of them really are on that timeline. You know, the, the Kings needed a high may they needed uh Chris Murray, but mm -hmm. I'm not seeing that guy here. What do you see? I am sorry. I'm tweeting about how, Oh no, go ahead. No, you can go ahead and tweet. I will. Uh, well, luckily we don't have to speculate because uh, the silver man is at the podium. So we're about to find out right now who the Kings have taken, and I am probably going to be surprised by it. Where did they go? Oh, okay. Olivier Max Prosper. This guy Ooh. Ooh, uh, interesting. on my list of guys for the Pacers to snag at 26 in the scenario where they perhaps didn't get Jairus Walker because I wouldn't mm -hmm. want the Pacers to go power forward, power forward with their yep. first two picks. Um, so. You know, oh, he's Prosper, wearing a purple suit too. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, right. So that fits. Um, but I think I think this is actually a pretty good fit. He is a power forward, he's a bit undersized at six eight. I I think I like this. Okay. I feel good about this. I 
again, I had him uh, selfishly. I had him. I wanted him around 26. My last mock, I had him going at 28. Um, so, I mean, talent-wise, big board-wise, this is right around that range. I, I think this is a good spot here. I, I don't think it's a reach. Um, I doubt he was their first choice, but I think it's a pretty solid consolation prize. What do you think about this Marquette product, James? I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. High upside type pick. They are, they're good right now. We know what they are. Defensive first guy. He's an athlete. Yeah, six, Those are the kind seven, of guys. Seven one wingspan. Mm-hmm. Good rebounder can get out on the floor and run, get out in transition. Hustle player. Like they move, they, they run that ball. The Kings push that ball. It's all right. Three point shooter, 34% on limited attempts. Big time athlete. Yeah, I like this. He can run that. Him, man, him and De'Aaron Fox running the floor is fun. Yep. And he's going to create some of those uh, with those long arms. Got a he's weird hitch. They just, they just showed a video of him. He's got a weird hitch in his jumper. Yep. Yep. That's the downside. Yeah. Like he's got to fix that. Super long and athletic. Man, he runs like a gazelle. He is running. <laughs> that yeah, boy he is, is running. He is not going to win any shooting contest soon. Hey, don't let me forget, uh, James. Marty has a great idea for our oh, wow. question, and I don't want to forget it, so I'm calling it out to you as well right now because we have an active chat today, and it might it might disappear from view here with, uh, I mean, what? There's like six or seven picks left, so we've got probably another 40 minutes. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I hope this moves fast. You know, I will just take this time briefly to thank everybody who's been watching. Uh, it's been great. We still have people on all three platforms. That's awesome. And thank you, James. I I won't say that I didn't think this would go three hours, but I really thought we'd be wrapping it up around three I, hours. I in. cannot believe this is still going. Like, we're not even halfway through this yet. Yeah, and we were we were fully intending on doing the entire draft. But at this rate, uh, especially with the – the amount of in-depth, a lot of those second-round players, there might be a Jokic in there, there might be a Manu in there, you know, but chances are it's going to be a lot of guys that you folks at home don't know. And so we we won't be spending five hours together tonight to cover wow. the whole show. But the, um, the, uh, the moral of the story is we're very grateful for you. We thank you for hanging out with us, and I thank you, James, for – sitting through this and we are um, going to stick around till the end of the first round so we'll go Marty asks when the Celtics pick let's see uh Pacers um oh he said Pacers yeah the Sirs Sorry, I um, you, I no know. you're good yeah. you're good I know the lingo um yeah I do believe they have the 26 because I kept forgetting about the 26 too Marty and I got really mad when the Pacers traded 29 to Denver for nothing um, cause, uh, Denver has the 29 now and the trade was, uh, Denver gives the Pacers next year's first round pick, but I believe it's one of their swaps with somebody else. So it's going to be about, a, it'll be approximately the 20th pick somewhere in the early twenties yep. next year. And they also gave away their, the 32, to Denver in return for the 40 this year. So now the Pacers yeah. only have 26 and 40, and then I think they might have 55 or something. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's something like that. But, yeah, I kept forgetting about the 26 too, and I got really frustrated. What are we doing? You know, because, again, 
I view the Pacers as a team that could be in the Eastern Conference playoffs this year, and I think they very they're a team that should be drafting in that twenty six mm-hmm. to twenty nine range because they could use those kind of uh, you know players that are older, the more seasoned, those veteran players that can add contribute right away, even if in a limited role in the rotation. So now, and let's see, Marty's going to help me out with some of this. And now the 40 is with the Lakers, and they have the 47 and the 55. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we will have, and and I'm certain I will keep up with that, and we'll we'll have some updates. Now I know I know Trev's going to recap the draft uh, tomorrow morning, so uh, we'll see what what all he goes over with the first round and all that stuff. But depending on how this second round goes and how interesting it is, I I have the weekend off, so you may. You may get an impromptu bonus bounce from me, folks, where we do sit down and right. go over the second round because, like I said, I the draft is my favorite time of year. I love covering both sports. Um, I'm, I'm working very hard on getting credentialed for Ohio State games next year so I can cover Big Ten basketball throughout. But the draft is my sweet spot because my heart is with the NBA, but I love college basketball. James and I have both been mm-hmm. involved in college basketball um, I do love that playing for the love of the game situation. And, and I just, I love, you know, I think a dream job for me could be a scout of some kind, although I just, I like to talk too much. So it's probably something like this, but I, I love spending all that time scouting. So I, there, there are a lot of guys that are still on this draft board that it's just not mathematically possible that they're all going to get picked. So I may come back and do some sort of second round wrap up special and talk to you guys about, the sleepers and some of the guys that I think are going to be a potential bright spots in the upcoming years in the NBA. So be on the lookout for that. If you want that, please let me know a comment or so would help. If you'd be interested in watching uh, like subscribe, all that stuff. And uh, you'll be notified if that bonus stream goes up this weekend. Uh, Marty's Marty's up late because Craig Porter oh. for Wichita state is from Terre Haute. <laughs> Let's and, go. And, uh, He's rumored in the late second to undrafted range. Like he's gotten a lot of calls. He's got a lot of workouts. It's going to be interesting to see what transpires there. You know, I won't rule out, I won't rule out circling back uh, for a late night, but at this rate, late night streams usually start at 11 and it's almost 11. Yeah, this is a late night stream. Is this, I know I might just cross, I might make this one uh, in both playlists as well. Who is pick? Who gets this pick? Is this Memphis or Boston that gets this pick? I believe this is Memphis, and they picked. I mean, wow! I love this player. I don't. I don't think anybody had him this high on their draft board. Marcus Sasser, six two. Oh, you know, it's the draft when you're six two and a half, right? Um, can Can you say combo guard? Because yeah, he if he were six four, he'd be a shooting guard, but. Um, I like this player. Uh, he's, a think, def- he's a good defender. Showing, he's got they some keep range. showing proposed trade there on the right. That's where I'm confused. Is this who gets this pick? I, this is involved yeah. in the. This is involved in proposed the, trade to Boston is according to um, according to the screen there from ESPN. So he's kind of fun in Boston, coming off the bench. Marcus Sasser, a little, a little Marcus Smart light, maybe with a better touch from range, a little shorter, but a good defender, athlete, get the ball out in transition. I think that would be Marty asked if that's part of the Porzingis deal. That might yes, have been. I believe, yes, I believe, I believe it, it is part of the Porzingis deal. Yes. 
Ooh, here we go. The Pacers are up. Now, this one is tough for me because uh, I would love to see uh, Tracy Jackson Davis here. If the Pacers yeah, were on give a the boys different, what they want. Yeah, if they're on a different timeline, I would say give me Leonard Miller right now. And why aren't you already at the podium announcing Leonard Miller's name? But, you know, he's a bit more of a project. Front court depth and three-point shooting is what ESPN lists as the Pacers' needs. I I would agree with that. Um, yeah, one more one more shooter, especially with us knowing how much of an asset Buddy Heald is and that at any point in time he can be traded. Uh, he definitely wouldn't mind having another shooter here for uh for the pacers but yeah as marty says sell the tickets who i'm so mad that kevin pritchard you know is that his name is kevin because i'll never get to be at pacers kev on twitter but anyway yeah uh come on kev sell the tickets kev marty says give him what he wants give him give him Dale's favorite son. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I don't know how many sons he has. But my favorite that, of Dale's son. That pick is going to Boston. So Marcus Sasser is playing for Boston. I just found it. The twenty. I like one. it. Yeah. I like the fit. I'll like say that. that. I like it a lot better for current day Boston. Um, yes. Uh, Peyton Pritchard's probably kicking trash cans right now. He demanded a trade. Was probably like, oh, I'm finally getting some playing time. And then yeah. <laughs> the next day, they draft somebody. All right. No, I, no, trade me. I still want traded, damn it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he didn't play much no and i i unfortunately feel like sasser is gonna fit right into the minutes peyton could have had but uh that might that might be in in boston's best interest but yeah i i am uh i'm frustrated that the pacers don't have 26 and 29 right now when i see sensible nick smith jr Colby Jones, I see Leonard Miller, I see yeah, they need a bunch, of, a bunch of picks you want. And I'm like, I because people kept saying to me, 29's too early for a two-way guy. I, I I disagree. I mean, why not? Why not take uh, a high caliber two-way guy at 29 if you get what you want here at 26? But I don't know. I also there again, this is where I have to remind myself that I've spent the last month looking at all of these players under a microscope. And sometimes you, have, yeah. you can just fall in love with guys because you've just been watching their game and you become maybe just like that. We said the 2K bias is real. I think the scouting bias is real. Like you start to, well, these are the guys that I looked into and I have a personal connection to them because uh, that's that's where my in interest has been. So I don't know. I, I have to uh, uh, rein myself in here a little bit, but I'm seeing the list of talent here and I'm frustrated that the Pacers don't have two out of these next three picks, but apparently the pick is in, although I don't see it yet. I still see Woj talking, looking I very just, concerned. Yeah, exactly. John just found out about the Whitmore slide. Yeah. It's going to be a hit at weddings this fall. Let me see a clap your hands. Let's go, Pacers. Come on. What do we what do we got? What are we doing? I don't even know what I'm hoping they do something that I can't even think of and make me happy. Cause like I said, the players that I want don't fit. Um well, maybe I'm trying to think of who are the best like the 
the best pure shooters available as well. Rashawn Holmes got traded from It's about the, time. The Kings to Dallas. <laughs> Why? You just drafted lively. <laughs> I mean, I like Rashawn Holmes, and I like that he'll get an opportunity, but I, he goes to Ben Shepard. Okay. Ben Shepard out of Belmont. He was he actually just worked out. He and City Cisco just worked out for the Lakers a couple days ago, uh, and he was uh, one of the highlights. So Ben Shepard is really good. Pretty solid shooter, um, showing some range on some of these highlights. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah what I do you watched, think? I, I saw him in the Valley Tournament. He is great, man. He's really good. Long as shit. Not super athletic, uh, more crafty than anything. He can shoot the hell out of it. He was re- He's really good. Yeah, I uh, I like this fit here. Um, I think I think it's going to play well. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for old for old Chris Duarte, who at one point I loved probably so much. Probably not great. Probably but, not uh, great. Not looking good. No, I like this pick. But see, this right here is where I'm mad because you could almost guarantee that Sissico and Leonard Miller are not going to go back-to-back here, 27-28, which means the yep. Pacers could lock up could get one. A, another guy that has just great potential um, that, that might not be on the same – time frame but then again like Halliburton's very like most of these Pacers players that are good are young so if you get one of these talents and they and they are there and they do grow into their potential then you're plugging in you know another quality 20 point a night guy into a playoff contending team just a real bummer that instead this pick is going to go to Denver so that the Pacers can have a number 20 pick next year in a draft class that again we like what we see right now, but I'm not I'm not the only person who has heard reports that next year's draft class doesn't currently look as strong as this year's. And so we're so trading out 29 here to get 20 next year. I don't know. What's the saying? One in the hand is better than two in the bush. Not when you're Kevin Pritchard, damn it. Yeah. Uh, Call him Kevin Ballard. Jesus. So there's been some trades that – so Marcus Sasser is actually going to play for Detroit next year. Oh, he got traded. I don't love that. Pistons. Oh, why do they I not? Agree. Do they forget uh, that they have Jaden Ivy? Yeah, I agree. I loved him there. I loved yeah. him for the Celtics. Why'd you um, do that to me? They got Boston. Celtics got thirty-one and future seconds. I don't know this. This I'm confused on this Rashawn Holmes trade that happened. It says you and me both. Pal. Kings are trading Rashawn Holmes and number twenty-four to Dallas. 24 so that was the guy out of marquette wasn't it oh was it yeah nick smith jr by the I way to charlotte I just wow i do like that although they got i guess do they think they can play Lamelo off the ball nick smith's tall though he's six five he's not small yeah yeah i know that that part that size size wise that does work better yeah uh, yeah, again, I think we're in we're in a weird no man's land for some of these teams, where best available and best fit are kind of there's going to be a gap there. Yeah, so, you and just, so you're going to yep. see some teams be like, I don't know that they really need that, but it's like, well, you're not going to pass on that yep. talent. 
not when what does fit your needs is mid second round talent you know yeah, it's just exactly some years are guard heavy and that's where we're at right now yeah uh, we're in, right we in a sea of wing players at the moment but what is that 38 percent from three okay uh they they call him a shot creator and a crafty scorer if i had a nickel for every time they called one of right. these players a crafty right. scorer it's easy. Um, Get out. It's just easy. Just they're very crafty. I did it earlier. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I got myself out of a jam earlier. It's a, yeah. It's what's. Yeah. Right. <laughs> these guys are just in jams for every. It's just maybe they should hire someone to scout these players throughout the year so they don't have to ask Stephen right. A. Smith to just pull something out of his ass, even though he doesn't even watch basketball. This stuff is the stuff that irritates me. Why is Stephen A. Smith on ESPN right now talking about the NBA draft? He didn't right. know. Half these people's names. Might as well have Shaq and Chuck up there. I might as well at least we'd like. While they tell you how much they don't watch the sport. Six five, six eight wingspan. Only thirty four percent from three. He's big though. He is big. Not just one point seven assists per game. They just showed a stat he had five twenty point games last year. So he's a taller Terry. You know. Yeah, decent three-point shooter, gonna attack the rim, uh, creative in his ability to get to the rim and can score the basketball from basically anywhere. You know, like I said, big time, not the greatest three-point shooter. Yeah, that fits really well next to Lamelo if he gives a shit about defense. So yeah, I guess I should say that contingent. Offensively, he's taller, tear, but then there's defense. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's yes. where he yep. changes the the. Pardon me. Changes the formula there. Number three recruit last year out of high school. So even more upside that that's what that tells me. Yep. And so, Oh, I I hate when they, they've been doing this thing tonight on ESPN where they just want to group by colleges. So they'll do Alabama picks tonight, Arkansas. And every time I do that, I think it's a trade. Yes. It looks so similar to when they pull up a trade. And they're doing this whole like minimalism thing now where they're just not putting graphics up and everything's in boring and in black and white. I don't know if that was a this, yeah, this Arkansas picks thing you're talking about is awful. Good lord. Yeah. Whoever created that should be fired. Listen. That's awful. Another shout out right now. Microsoft Paint. To my dear friends over at Carnage TV, the Carnage Fight series where we do pay-per-views. So listen, I know a thing or two about what I'm talking about. I, not to this extent, but I do live television, all right? So our guy, twitch.tv slash pityx underscore x, his name is John. He's great. Our guy, who's a Twitch streamer, uh, he does better work on our graphics. So look out for us. We are we are on the up and up over on Carnage TV. But, yeah, ESPN, call him. He does freelance work. My that was, God. That was awful. That was so bad. This reeks of... Someone didn't get the producers the information they needed early enough to make good slides. And so they're doing this all last minute. Like, I guarantee you, there is a very stressed out dude right now yeah, sitting yeah. sitting by a switchboard just yelling at everyone for like, I had this shit set up for weeks and you guys change it all the last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, dude, it's the worst thing you could do to those guys. Those guys are troopers, man. They... They do some amazing work to get this shit. It, it's it's seconds. You have milliseconds to react. Uh, it's it's intense. But yeah, the maybe maybe it was a play on the Utah Jazz being up to draft. Maybe they were like, we're gonna go all minimalist like our friends in Utah who drafted this yeah, another great so pick, another great pick. 
Bryce Sensabaugh. This has nothing to do with my Big Ten bias. Phenomenal pick here for the Jazz. I like what opinion. Utah's doing. Like now, granted, they should have tanked a Palooza, and we talked about that plenty this year on the show. But I do like this. Just take your best available, get as much talent as you can. Yeah, decent three point shooter to say the least in the lower 40%. Uh, it's got a few rebounds a game as well. Uh, average, uh, what was it, like 16, like 16 and some 16 change points sounds per game. Right. I'm pulling it up, but it does uh, sound about right. Another good Ohio State offensive player. I, I really like this fit here. Uh, I think, I think Utah, they've got a good young team, man. They are going to be one yeah, of those 40, teams. Yeah, 40.5% from three on four and a half shots a game, 16 points per game. Yeah, he shoots, no slouch. shoots the piss out of it. Loves the mid-range. He's your type of guy. No no wonder you love him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They love the mid-range out there in Ohio State. You know, he had Malachi Branham. Uh, yep. what was his, what's his name? Who was the big prospect uh, a year or two ago? Um, you would know. Those are your boys, not mine. Yeah, I'll, I'll, it'll pop up to me here in a minute. But, yeah. No, they, they have some guys, man, that can really score inside the paint. But also, as I met, talk about. Malachi Branham in the the Spurs organization. That's a guy to keep an eye out to have a uh, a leap in his sophomore year. So here, all right. So this pick is going to the Nuggets, who just my Nuggets, who just steamrolled the NBA in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Bruce Brown is a free agent. Don't know if they're going to be able to get him back. He's the only key player on their team, right? That's not for sure coming back. Yes. Who are they taking, my friend? That is a good one. That's a tough one. So when I'm looking at the guards that are available, I'm trying to figure out which one sticks out as the better Who is defender. ready to play right now? Who's ready to play? As, as far as somebody who might be ready to play right now, I think maybe like Andre Jackson Jr. I was looking uh, at him too. Six, six guard out of UConn. Yep. Get another guy. Listen, uh, think Christian Brown, right? Uh, a guy – pedigree from uh, a big school played in important games not not mm-hmm. a senior but this guy's a junior he yep. just played for a national championship those are the kind of guys that won't shy away from a big moment uh, that's the kind of person that could plug and play now i don't know if he'll spell bruce brown exactly yeah that's but it, it, it feels exactly yeah. it Colby Jones is another one I see there. Junior Xavier had a really good season. Older, smart. I could see that too. Yeah, I like Colby Jones as well. Uh, I think those are probably the two. As I, would, I'm I think, I think so too. I think it's one of those two. Guys. If they, you know, they be somebody could. that's plug and play, somebody that can pick minutes up right away. Exactly. Exactly. If uh, I'm like other other prospects that intrigue me right here, like Maxwell Lewis, uh, forward out of Pepperdine, but. I don't know. I don't know if, you know, he's a sophomore. I don't, I don't quite know that it's a fit for the nuggets, but I'm excited to see where he lands. I think he's going to come off the board here soon. Oh man. Somebody, I tell you though, somebody is going to get a gem when they take Leonard Miller. It won't be here though. Not, not, not the right fit. Although in a vacuum, like in the laboratory to have, as I mentioned, a 6'10 small forward who can handle like a point guard to have him go learn how to play like a big point mm-hmm. guard the way Jokic does. Oh, my God. Could you imagine that? You have your one, your three, and your five can all run a pick and roll 
My goodness, man. Oh, Justin Herbert is back. back. (laughs) Oh, be honest, guys. You think Harden's coming back? I'll let you start with this one, James. I wouldn't want him back. I want Fred. I want Fred to come in and take his spot. I don't think he's coming back. I just don't know where he's going because we talked about Houston, but it just makes no sense there. I, if I'm them, I'm, I'm just let him get out of here. See ya. Let's get Fred Van Vliet in there. I don't hate that. Yeah. I don't think he's coming back. I think he's going to, to well, I, I, first, you know, uh, Phoenix is clearly out. I think he's going to either sign a team-friendly deal with a contender or end up back in Houston. Uh, oh, you know what? Another one. So uh, Marty just said, Woj tweeted Minnesota traded back to 33 to get San Antonio. But this pick, the pick is in. This fits the bill. Do you want me to tell you? It really it fits our bill. Coming. I'll let you have it. This is a name. I mean, now, granted, this is oh, not yeah. in the right. Like, I think this is more in the mid 30s range is where Julian Strother should go. But yep. it's you know exactly what, what it's the a, Nuggets need. It's what they right? want. Yeah. Like they're they're playing a different game, right? Like they're they're trying to repeat. That's oh, that's such a great pick. God, that that play in the freaking final against UCLA. That wasn't the final four, but the lead eight. I think that was so good. Or, uh, Great shooter, yeah, yeah. Got got what that a, experience. Oh, I love it. Got that pedigree playing at Gonzaga. I, I love this. Love, yeah. Like, but what's said. crazy? Wow. Like, I sorry. I, we both kind of talked at the same time. I I was seeing Strother getting um, mocked to the Pacers at fifty five by some people. Like, this is. I don't think it's that big of a reach, but. Yeah, I did not expect him to go here, but it, it's again, we talk about sometimes it's about who you want on your board yep. and and how many picks you have. So uh, I don't know, James, what, what are your other thoughts? 41% from three on over five attempts per game last year, 6'7", 208. He fits that mold of big, tall, long, lanky guys that they took him to a title. Um, I Man, I think that's such a good pick. I didn't even think of it. That's why they're paid a bit more money than me and you, bud. Yeah, you know, they do have that. And we got some of uh, the comments are rolling in hot here. So I'm yeah. going to take a quick. Well, we appreciate you, Justin. He's glad we're still live. Yeah. I appreciate that. We missed you uh, as welcome well. Back, glad buddy. to have you back. He says if Harden comes back, Shake and Yang are gone. Yeah, I think Shake is gone Shake anyway, is gone isn't regardless. he? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're back at point one. Yeah. Um, and then let's see. Okay. And then he's got, uh, you think Van Fleet is better or just as good as Harden. So right now, I think, I think there's an argument that he could be like Harden's fallen off pretty fast in two years. Mm -hmm. And I think he just, I don't think he's good behind the scenes and there's a constant will he stay, won't he stay stuff. I think you can get Fred cheaper and get some more pieces. Fred knows the system. (laughs) <laughs> with nurse i i just think fred's a better fit i really do yeah i know he is he is somewhere he's still around trevor agrees as he wonders well how george yang is still in the league you know he gives gives guys hope hey we can go back to the scalabrini thing um <laughs> george yang has game right. he just uh we just don't get to see it ryan says um i thought pool had higher value that's an interesting one, James. What are your thoughts on that? Is I think it- I think it was just eroded. I think 
I think the relationship was just completely broken. And he yep. was so bad in the playoffs. Like, he was virtually unplayable in the playoffs. That didn't help for sure. And I'm going to take it back to what we talked about earlier in the show. When the guy who gets punched is the guy who gets traded away, there's probably mm-hmm. yes. a big there's probably a big chemistry issue in the locker room. I said it before, so sorry for those of you who heard that. I don't think Draymond was the only one who had big problems with pool. We saw I it think so with Clay Thompson. We saw it with Steph Curry. These guys getting visibly upset on national television because Clay or because Jordan's taking stupid shots and costing them games. So I think that might have been uh, might have hurt his perceived value as well. Because um, if we notice it, GMs and other people in the front office, they certainly noticed it. So uh, exactly. to go. To go back to this trade here, so Marty said, Woj tweeted, Minnesota traded to get 33rd pick from San Antonio. I want to hear from Bite Size Vikes, if you're still in here, John. The Spurs are getting two future second rounders from the T-Wolves. So we have a T-Wolves fan in the house. If you're still here, let us know what your thoughts are on that trade. Have we missed any picks while we were going through chat there, James? Nope. I'm still – we're still on 30 with the Clippers. Very good, very good. Now, I'm going to put up our end-of-show question so that way the rest of the folks at home can get in on this action. So I'm not going to read Marty's answer right now. So spoiler alert, those of you guys who are live, you're going to get to see this. But his end-of-the-show request, give me your dream 2K starting five. So that is NBA 2K starting five of role players, mind you, okay? I wanted to get this out in front of everyone now to give uh, even us a fair because i'm gonna have to get my pen and paper out here to start writing some of this stuff down but let us know your all-time starting five 2k role players that's what we're going to do at the end of the night here when we wrap things up so wonderful Uh, appreciate you marty for that that is a great great, end of show question so well done there uh this is great uh lol bang bang george nang is underrated (laughs) and then uh i think this is getting some cross now we're getting into our afc west rivalries here on the show this is what we love uh how how is juju still in the league and well you know tiktoks and 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 whatnot all right the pick is in the lakers only take 10 more minutes took now this one threw me it's not Colby, but it is Kobe Brown, forward out of Missouri. Oh, Mizzou. Yeah. Mizzou, my boy. My, one of my best friends is a Mizzou fan. Hey, there you go. Well, he's got some representation here with pick number. Wow. What pick is that? Is that pick 30? Pick oh, 30, my. last pick in the first round. Sneaks in. I guess he's probably ready to play. Oh, that was the final one, wasn't it? With the Clippers. So, I mean, that makes a little sense if they're looking for somebody that can play. If they're going to, I mean, I assume they're going to try to run it back one last time and see if those guys can ever get healthy. Yeah. 16 points, six rebounds, two assists per game. Seems like the perfect type of uh, swing guy, glue guy to fill a a couple of different spots off the bench in that Clippers rotation. Okay. I like it. Kind of feels. Feels similar to me with that uh, last pick that we were talking with that Nuggets pick, at least, you know, where it's like, okay, Kobe Brown at this spot. No, I didn't have him here on my big board. But again, 
it fits the need. And man, some of these teams here in the second round, like there are going to be some steals. I don't know. I don't know, James. There's players left. Let's just go through before we close this up for me anyway, because it's it's late (laughs) for this guy. Um, Our best available you've got, according to ESPN, let me get this refreshed. You got the kid from France, Ryan. I assume it's Ryan Rupert, but who knows? Leonard Ryan Rupert. Yeah, yeah, that's you're actually it's Ryan Rupert. <laughs> us losers over here. Uh, Marty hits it good. It was three hours for the first round. Yep, like that. That was uh, unbelievable. Uh, Justin Herbert asked, "What the question is? Do you have that?" The question, Justin, was, "What is your all uh, all time starting five of NBA two K role players?" Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Colby Jones is still up there. You got the guy from Nigeria that I, he's got my same first name, but I can't say his last name. Andre Jackson, Maxwell Lewis. There are players. Trey Jackson Davis is out there. Keontae Johnson. Oh, Monty Bates. God. <laughs> Ricky Council. I like Ricky Council, Arkansas. I think he'll get a shot. I think he'll get a, somebody will take him. Oh, my my 2K team's almost put together here. I think. Um, so I don't play nice. a ton of 2K anymore. So I got to throw this back to like early, like mid 2000s when I was playing. I just oh, remember look. DJ Augustine was always my starting point guard. Yep. That's, that's a good one. My start. JJ Reddick was my two. That was back like when mm-hmm. he still was just a shooter. I'd have to really dig. I don't Ooh. remember. Oh, um, he was out of Villanova. Oh, not Rudy Gay. Who was the other guy on that team? Chris Douglas, no, out of Memphis. Chris Douglas Roberts was always on my team. Oh yeah, that's yep. a good one. Yep. Oh man, I, I'm so that's I'm struggling. I need one more wing. I've got my point guard, my my forward, my center, and one of my wings, and I just need one more wing to fill my ultimate 2K5 rotation. So here, so you want to we'll put read Marty's. Off? Yeah, we'll get Marty's put up here. Um, here we go. So this is what came with. So center, Cody Zeller, yeah, awesome. power forward, Jason Thompson. I do remember like that. Yep, that was a good one. Uh, Doug McBuckets, that's uh, yep. Doug McDermott. For those yep. of you who don't know, now you know Josh Hart. That's a great one. Uh, and Jordan McLaughlin at point guard. So point guards, I think, is where there are the most of these. Yeah, there's like, a lot ta- of point guards, To me, yeah. current the current version of this, so you, you mentioned DJ Augustine. It went DJ oh, Augustine. Yeah. Corey Joseph, who is my point guard for my all-time 2K role player, so spoiler alert for that one. But now it's Tyus Jones. Like, now Tyus Jones is that dude that I can put on any team. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of a good good role player, a good shooting guard role player off the bench that I can can throw in here. Um, those are some good ones, man. There's Let's see out there. if we got anybody else. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit here for a minute longer, um, so chat can get in there before I throw mine out there. I guess that was the end of the first round. So, yep. James, you got any other thoughts for the folks before I uh, f- commit to a player here? The rich get richer with the Nuggets. Um, I nailed the top five picks, so congrats to me. I did nail seven out of the top ten teams, or eight out of the top ten teams. I only missed two pit. I missed four picks, but they ended up on the same the team they're supposed to be on. Um, I'm interested to see where guys like Trace Jackson Davis go. I'm interested to see if Craig gets drafted. Um, we have Kev. This is almost. I don't remember how long we went for the NFL stream. This is the longest stream me and you have done 
mainly by ourselves. Nick was in here for, or John was in here. Nate was in here early. Yep. We are three hours and 45 minutes into this beast. This is, whoa. whoa this might be, this might be my longest stream. Uh, uh, well, there's a couple of pay-per-views, I think. There have been a couple of fight cards that have gone about four hours. So yeah, we are yeah. getting at the end. We're getting at the at a record for me here as well. Although sometime in the winter, fall or winter time, we will be doing an eight-hour stream. We'll be doing a fundraiser with our friends over at Carnage Fight Series. So be oh, on the lookout Lord. for that. Good it'll luck, be uh, oh yeah, it'll be fun. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to be spacing some things out. But yeah, we'll be. I think I think they're putting us all in the same house and everything. It's going to be pretty wild. So we'll be sure to entertain you there. But yeah, we are at now that we're at 342, I'm determined. You know, we are at 343. I got two minutes and 15 seconds before we're going to wrap up. And then we are going to wrap. Uh, be on the lookout. I I may I definitely need to take a break, walk away. If if the energy is still there, I may hop on for late night bites and do this second round. But if not, Trevor will be there in the morning to talk second round mm -hmm. and we will. We will be breaking this down on the bounce next Thursday, and I'm just going to tell you yeah, right we'll now. We'll be doing that. Some of the trades we haven't had a yeah. chance to talk to. A little bit of off-season stuff. There is no way that I wait until Thursday to talk about all of this again. So be sure to subscribe with notifications yeah. on because there will be some impromptu streams. Adam Silver is done. The associate commission is in. The guy we are officially looking at Mark Taco Bell. Item. <laughs> That's right. We're officially looking at Mark Tatum, which means the picks will come in a lot sooner. So it looks like we, there a pick is in. So look, we're getting some bonus coverage. We'll announce this pick before I give you my. And it is James Naji. Oh, okay, this goes to goes goes to Boston here. Yep. Uh, interesting that it goes to Boston. Uh, they do have uh, Time Lord and Horford, but you know, obviously Horford's not going to have a lot of time left so be interesting uh, to see what they do now with porzingis there with robert williams and horford who doesn't make it i like that pick yeah i don't <laughs> i don't mind pick. the pick i don't know naji is one of those guys that i don't know how soon you're gonna see him um, yeah and that's why he can sit behind yeah. some dudes and that's just gonna be perfectly fine all right you guys ready for my ultimate Ooh, before i give mine Oh, let's that, see oh that's a good the number perfect one on okay I love and that. also also it doesn't overlap with any of mine so i feel that comfortable so reading good. it first so justin herbert at the point guard for his all 2k so good, role player squad ricky rubio love number that. two so number two i i flirted with this one too lou williams i almost had lou williams i almost had yep. crawford crawford was another one uh jamal crawford was just uh, hideous to try to deal with oh, yeah. three Danielle Marshall that's a good one I had him on my uh my my team I got one of his cars like a 96 amethyst Danielle Marshall is broken it was gross uh number four Keith Van Horn I love that mm -hmm. and I loved me some Sam D'Alembert yep. in 2k rebuilds that that one is good. I think you guys are going to like mine. Yeah, Van Horn is a problem. I, 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 Ricky Rubio was always on my teams, too. I, he, was, he was on my team. That's a he great one. He was another one of those good ones. Cause that, I need to I go back like, and pull out like one of those old systems to like see – yeah, dust what them I off. Hey, I had, yeah. if you're into that sort of thing, make sure you're subscribed. Maybe follow our second channel, Bite Size Streams, because John and I 
are working on a retro 2K rebuild. Where I think we're going to start in the year 2004 and do a little retro dynasty. So if you're into that stuff, That'll I know our so good fun. friend Michael is doing <laughs> some ESPN 2K5. Uh, they have they have mods where they update those rosters. So I've seen him doing highlights as Anthony Richardson in ESPN 2K5. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. So here we go. It's time for my top Let's five. See what you got. Let's go. All right, Marty, we're getting it. It's right here. Corey Joseph, Terrence Ross, Wilson Chandler, John Isaac, and Iveka Zubots. Just in case you missed it, Marty, I will tweet it for you. Thank you, Marty. But I, yeah, thank you so much, Marty. So now I'm going to, I'm going to go back and do it one more time, a little more slowly for those that are still with us. But yeah, point guard, Corey Joseph, shooting guard, Terrence Ross, Small forward, Wilson Chandler, if y'all remember, of Nuggets and Knicks fame. Jonathan Isaac, my my runner-up there was Otto Porter Jr., who I have done yeah. some nasty things with in some dynasties at the power forward. And then Aveca Zubots was my Zubots. go-to. Like that Terrence was Ross is a good one, too. Terrence uh, yeah, one. Terrence Ross. All right now, the modern-day version right now, Daniel Gafford has been a great center for my Seattle Supersonics. But, no, that has been it i think that is a uh, good place to end because i'll probably just have to watch the pacers pick for somebody else and i don't want to do that anymore. they did so. they picked jalen pickett who's going to okay. the nuggets good that doesn't make me upset at all yeah if the sixers get me to take maury's spot i'm getting lillard and jalen brown to philly justin <laughs> herbert i believe that I, I believe he'd get it done too he'd find I, a way yep he would be like danny ainge out in this place so all right We've said it before, we did it, but we'll uh, let's send them home with one last time. James, where can they find you, brother? Thank you so much for doing this with me. Right there, Schmitz06, all of my socials. It began at 2 tonight. It ended at 32 for us. We'll be back here next Thursday, 9 o'clock, to recap this and NBA offseason stuff. I think – when does free agency start? Do you know? I it's don't. Coming, it's, it's coming. coming. It's in the coming days because I remember yeah. telling uh, Danny Thompson uh, that I was planning on trying to take a couple of weeks off after the draft. And he was like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> you got the free agencies coming up. It's it's breathing down your neck. So no matter what, if we do take some time off, uh, we will still have our our programs. We are looking to take a little bit of a break here on the bounce before the NFL season. There's going to be a little bit, a couple weeks off with vacations I have, and you're going to plan some in. Oh, it starts June 30th at 6 p.m., so it is coming. It's right here. So you guys will – don't worry. You guys will still have content on that night. We're going to work on some uh, maybe all-time lists. We're going to do some fun stuff for you so you aren't missing us. But we uh, we double dip here, so we both have some NFL content that we're gonna have to get rolling. It was and always get the prepared owls, for. Yes, sir. It was always the owls. Justin hates UConn, and we need to get some rest because we have yeah, three so hours, much more content minutes. to make for all of you in the future. So like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Don't forget, Trevor biting early, eight fifteen mm-hmm. in the morning tomorrow. Check him out. Be on the lookout for a bonus bounce stream, necessary roughness, football talk Tuesday at nine, fantasy football Wednesday nights. We'll be back here next Thursday. And of course, bonus stuff, clips, videos, shorts, all that stuff on our socials. It's all scrolling across the screen. So if you've missed it, just go ahead and hit the rewind button. It's all there for you. 
We appreciate you all so much, especially mm-hmm. the, some of you were here for all four hours with us. And that freaking amazes me. And I appreciate you so much. I can't say it enough. So I'll just stop saying it. Yeah. Looks like did the Suns get Leonard Miller? I'm going to cry. I'm going to I got to go. No, I, thought, I thought the Spurs, Miller, did the Spurs the, just get Leonard Miller. No, I think he's going to Minnesota. Isn't this a trade to Minnesota? Proposed trade to Minnesota. All right, John, yeah. good for you. Because yes, I would have I would have cried. I was going to throw something at the TV. At least someone can appreciate Leonard Miller on this network. The Spurs don't need him. They already have Leonard Miller at home. They just got him first overall. Exactly. They got they Leonard the Miller, version. but with all the bells and whistles, you know, they got like the SE, the limited edition uh, Leonard Miller. So, all right, that's it. We got to go before I get any We're more. Out of here. Three hours, 50 minutes. <laughs> we will see you folks.